shows. Like he'll be like, you know, slamming his foot's all, you know, he could be bleeding. I'll be like, shake it off. You know what I mean? You're fine. Can you walk? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like that's what, even like when I remember when I was a kid learning how to swim. Yeah. My parents would just throw me in the water. Me too. To like figure it out. I had like, a Marine dad. So, <laughs> you know, my son gets that Marine mentality kind yeah. of. And I just think I'm a single mom. Yeah. You know? And so I don't want my son to be like a soft son. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I still want him to have like those manly, like, you know, characteristics. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a man. I can't really give it to him. But I, I know certain things because my dad raised me as yeah. like a boy almost. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I can kind of give him like that tough love that kind of gives him that independence. Yeah. So that way he's not so cuddled or soft, I want to say, you yeah. know? Well, you being a single mom, I feel like uh, for me, my my mom is, say, by herself. Mm-hmm. She got had a divorce, and uh, so technically she's a single mom. Yeah. Um, and I got to see the resiliency and the mm-hmm. the drive, the mm-hmm. relentlessness. You know what I mean? So yeah. you, it's like it's good to see that in a woman. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, my God, this dangerous. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, that's... I mean, what people tell you, like, <laughs> it all works out. You know, we hear from our aunts and uncles that were like dirt poor and now they're financially set, but it took them a long time. Yeah. You know, they've struggled just as much as we struggled. Have you ever like, even today, I mean, I feel like the Bay Area is a good example of this. Mm -hmm. Like everybody around here wants it like right now. Yeah. Whatever they want. If they start this uh, business, if they start this, it's like, oh, I'm supposed to be a millionaire tomorrow. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. They want a quick fix just like in fitness. You know what I mean? They want that quick fix, that pill, that, you know what I mean? That drink, that, you know, whatever they're looking for. Yeah. That special program that they're going to, you know, have that's going to shred them up in a week. And it's, it's unfortunately not like that. Well, we've been live for two minutes. (laughs) Oh, have we? (laughs) I like to be, I like to be raw. Yeah. We're but anyway, Yvette, it is so damn good to see you. It's so good to see you. So too. I really, really, really want to break down everything about you because I am, uh, I am inspired from you from very afar. Mm-hmm. I don't see you all the time, obviously, but I've met. This is the second time meeting you. Yeah. Uh, first time I met you, I've always obviously knew you from Instagram, and what yeah. I continuously to see you from Instagram and what you're doing, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's beautiful to see. Truly. Thank you. Uh, I but that. I really want to go back. And what was your child like? How was little Yvette? <laughs> uh, little Yvette. I mean, for me, I, I just, I look back and I'm just like, man, God made me this way. Like yeah. for a reason, for a purpose. I always had this like toughness about me. This like tiny but mighty kind of spirit yes. in me. And it just started at such a young age to, to, to be honest. Yeah. Like I was, I felt like I was always like a protector. Mm. I always like looked after a lot of people, Yeah. Um, made a ton of friends. And that's just kind of like how, how I was, you yeah. know, my yeah. dad, uh, military dad, Marine father. Yeah. So that was, you know, everybody's your friend. I don't care if they're, you know, he'd be like purple, black. He'd, you know, take me by, you know, homeless camps back when, there was real homeless out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, to be grateful, yeah. um, to be strong. I mean, hiking, biking, you know, yeah. throwing me in the deep end, yeah. sink or swim. Yeah. 
yeah. kind of childhood, you know? We were talking about that off air, how uh, we were saying it's important for children to struggle yeah. because we don't want them to be, say, spoiled brats. Yeah. And I am not a father. I'm not even close to being one. Yeah. But it's like I was kind of saying off air that we want to be able to give our children everything. But at the same time, we also have to be very, very mindful. Yeah. So you being a mother... Like you're kind of learning from the principles from your father and you're kind of instilling that into your child. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is that difficult though? To like that balance that what I was talking about, the the giving everything, but also like, ah, well, I don't have everything to give. You know what I mean? Like I'm struggling myself. So my son doesn't get everything, but I'm for no, like if I'm going without, it's because of him yeah you know what i mean like i'm not that mom that's gonna have her nails done her toes done and have my son in like crappy clothes yeah like my son if you see him he's always clean maybe he has some boogers (laughs) you know but you know he has you know a haircut you know nice clothes he matches i try to teach him you know hygiene he's got a little mickey cologne brushes his teeth gentlemen gentlemen you know um he knows how to shake hands yes um you've never met him but everybody that meets him just knows like man this kid is something special but it also correlates to the parent yeah right the parents the family um i mean i'll even you know Today, I even sent out a message thanking the his babysitter mm. he's had since he was six months year old. Oh, he's six now, and he still is like loves to see her. Yeah, she loves to see him. They have such a bond. That's a crazy thing because, like, yeah. say eventually he's gonna get to an age where he doesn't really need a babysitter anymore. Yeah. So I feel like that separation would be like, damn, this hurts. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. So and he loves her to death. Yeah. Where did fitness come into your life? Did, was it early in life or later in life? Um, it was pretty early. I I had um, lost my mom when I was young. I'm sorry. It's okay. I was like 14, 15. I was always really athletic as far as like doing school activities and PE. Mm. I really took it, you know, an interest to that. Um, and... I was go- went through a really tough time as a as a young kid without her mom mm. and um, just kind of had to do what I needed to do on my own, get a job and just, you know, provide mm. for myself. And um, there was a one point where I just was, you know, just not hanging around the right people. Mm. A lot of people had kind of latched on to me because, you know, I always had a job. I had my own place mm. and I just had wrong friends. Yeah. And my uncle, which is my heaven on earth, my angel on earth, my mentor, um, just snatched me up out and brought me into his home. And I started doing boxing. Yeah. And that kind of created this this better path for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just like, no, you don't belong here. You belong over here you know when like i'm because i know people look up to you and i know young females Mm -hmm. and young males obviously like reach out to you it's there's another weird balance you've learned uh what people you thrive with and what the people that deteriorate you right Mm -hmm. yeah you've learned it the hard way yeah do you think that young kids because you know when they that term respect your elders yeah listen to your elders yeah ask questions to your elders yeah but 
the youngsters, they, it's like, they kind of like, it's one year, not the other. Yeah. Right. And they kind of stick with the bad friends until they realize this is not getting me anywhere. Yeah. So do you think it's important for children to learn the hard way or for them to listen to their elders? Um, I think I'll probably learn the hard way to be honest, right? You know, I mean, even as adults, adults even have to learn the hard way to be honest, Uh you know, it's like, um, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't appreciate it till it's gone. Yeah. You know, and that's happens a lot with adults, Mm. you know, that happened a lot with the pandemic. And I've been talking about this a lot lately is the pandemic really taught people like what really mattered the most, right? Yeah. And where our um, focus is really needed to be. Yeah. And it was within our own household. Yeah. And I always say I thought the pandemic was a blessing in disguise. Mm. We've never had a break. Our yeah. world never had a break. There was clear skies and yeah. clear waters and animals coming out. And yeah. it was really beautiful to see. And I feel like we just all hopped on the same freaking horrible hamster wheel. Yeah. People have just do not appreciate um, other people or life or their families. Yeah. You know, we just really just went right back to our old ways, which yeah. is kind of sad. And like a lot of people, they got, say, separated with their significant others or divorces happened mm-hmm. or it's it just it was weird because people were f- forced to stay home yeah right and they really got to see like oh my god do i even like this person yeah you know yeah so that's like the tough aspect and i don't oh my god it's i didn't have a significant other during that time so Mm -hmm. i i couldn't but i was with my family every weekend Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it was like and i was with them more than ever like my cousins would come down we were always together yeah always yeah and it was like guys like you said, it was a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Because me and my family, my cousins, my uncles and aunts, the bond went zoom, like absolutely increased so much. And yeah. I am so grateful for grateful. that. You know yeah. what I mean? And then the older you get, the more appreciative you have. Yeah. You know? And therefore, you prioritize family time. Yeah. But it's a shame for the people who took it for granted. Yeah. Like, I had this amazing partner, but... I was having a hard time adjusting how thing how the world was now. Yeah. And just shifting with this partner and it just didn't work out. Yeah. And it sucks that even like as adults, how we we think we're at a certain maturity, but we're actually not. Mm-hmm. It's like we're always learning. We're yeah. always we don't know everything. And we're just sponges, walking sponges every single day, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Looking for that inspiration, that motivation, that yeah. those wise words. Yeah. When someone comes across your path, you know, and that's, I think that's what children need to, to know, yeah. you know, in adolescence is, you know, listen a little bit, yeah. you know, someone's trying to teach you something. So that way you don't make the, the, the same mistakes yeah. teaching you to make, maybe stay away from danger, teaching yeah. you to, to trust that gut, that little inner, um, Jiminy cricket <laughs> that we all have, you know? <laughs> And then when we don't listen to them, something happens and then we're like, yeah. man, I thought about it. Why didn't I listen yeah. to that inner every time? I know I've I've had those hundred times. I'm sure you've yes. had those moments where you had that gut feeling. You didn't do it. You didn't mm. trust it. And then when you were in the moment, you were like, 
man. Yeah. That, if I would have just listened. Yes. And like my, I remember when I was younger, very undisciplined, very mm. undisciplined. And every time I had an elder, whether it be my parents, uncles, aunts, whatever, every time they told me something, I ignored it. Mm. And it's so funny because as I got older, I paid attention. I was like, everything they said came true. Yeah. Everything they said was accurate. Absolutely. And that's why I am just so like within the young people this day and age. Yes. Technology just took them away. Yeah. So they're it's almost like they're not even paying attention to the people with more experience. Yeah. They're like, oh, like, here goes dad again. Here yeah. goes mom again. It's like, yeah. guys, appreciate it. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the scary thing. Do you think social media is going to keep hindering people when it comes to the communication aspect or will somehow people will wake up eventually i think as long as there's people like us yeah putting stuff out there because i feel like i've actually came across a couple podcasts where i go hey you know that makes sense yeah and i'm learning certain things from different podcasts because we're not learning anything from the tv we're not learning anything from that phone but hey everyone is staring at that phone so how can we connect with some of these younger people or some of these older people that are stuck on that phone not really getting any you know benefit out of it but if they come across maybe a conversation that we had or a conversation from a joe rogan podcast or a conversation from hannah's or other podcasts i've seen um and people are talking and there's actually wisdom you know and they're actually intrigued yeah right we have to find a way to intrigue people yes you know what scares me uh people my age they're terrified to come on here. Really? Yes. To have a conversation. Mm, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, whoa, that is weird. Because they're yeah. grown adults. I'm 28 years old. Yeah. And I was like, this is scary. Yeah. And they're like, what are we going to talk about, Daniel? I'm like, do we not have conversations when we're together? I was yeah. like, do you not talk on a daily yeah, basis? Like, what, yeah. what, what is this? It's yeah. just conversation. This Absolutely. is what we would do if... The mics weren't on. If the cameras weren't on. Like, yeah. it'd be just as like, oh, catching up. How is everything? How is everything going? La, 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 la. Yeah. And then obviously, let's let's bounce off ideas from each other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But people are scared. I mean, it could be the cameras. It yeah. could be the being live. It's published in the yeah. internet. You know? It could be that. But it's also, it's it's like the... I think people are afraid to, to say what's in their heart, in their mind. <sighs> You know what I mean? Because maybe they don't want to offend anybody or maybe say the wrong yeah. thing yeah. or, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that has a lot to do with our generation too, is that yeah. we're, we're walking on, t- you know, tippy toeing around everybody. Yeah. And sorry, like I said, I was raised by a Marine dad, so I don't tippy toe, yes. you know? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. So did fighting, because like you said, how you started boxing. Yeah. And it obviously gravitated to you competing. Yeah. But did fighting give you that mental resiliency to the point where you could handle a lot of lot of things that life just throws at you? I didn't even think about that when I was doing it. I yeah. literally just was like, okay, this is my life. Mm-hmm. And I took it as just like a great outlet to focus myself because, and it was a good excuse. Yeah. Is what I would tell everybody and I would tell younger people is that, When I was boxing 
and I'd go around with my friends. They'd be like, hey, you want to like smoke some weed, drink? And I'd be like, oh, I can't. I have a fight coming up. They're going to test me. Which they're not. Is yeah, amateur. yeah, yeah. But they'd be like, oh, what? Oh, okay, yeah, no, don't give her anything. Like, they, it was different. Yes. And if I didn't, if I was like, no, I don't feel like it, that's where the peer pressure comes. Mm-hmm. Come on, just one toke, one drink, one swig, yeah. one, you know what I mean? But because I had this boxing, people respected that. And yeah. they were like, oh, yeah, like everybody knows. Fighters can't mess around. No. Maybe when they're like have after a fight or something. Yeah. But if they have a fight coming up, there's no drinking. There's no partying. There's no going out. Like Ooh. none of that. No. And um, for me, it was cool because I started to notice the difference. Yeah. If I said, oh, I don't want to, here comes the peer pressure. But the minute I said, oh, I have a fight coming up, it like literally was like no peer pressure. Respect was there. The respect you know I mean? was there. Yeah. And so that would help me like not drink, get off the streets. And that's why I wish like a lot more people would open up more mm-hmm. um, kids camps yeah. to have their focus on something a little bit more yeah. um, with that way. They have that ammunition around their friends. Mm-hmm. Hey, sorry, I can't. I got to go train. Yeah. Because even when I was older, when I uh, graduated to Muay Thai, mm. again, I was in that 20, yeah. 24, 25, go out to the nightclubs, go this. Yeah. And I was like, sorry, I can't go. Mm. I can't drink. Yeah. I can't go to happy hour because I'm training yeah. from five to eight. Yes. So I really appreciated the fight game because I didn't have a lot of boyfriends i didn't you know get used i didn't drink a lot i didn't party a lot Mm. i didn't eat real bad i took care of myself to now like i can indulge a little bit but know how to check myself at the Mm. same time yeah you know and that Mm. was really a blessing for me yeah and i love like when to me uh being a former fighter Mm-hmm. fighters are the most dangerous people in the best of ways yeah because i feel like life can just throw them some that's something at them and it stings a bit yeah. and like ah damn like this sucks but at the same time like a few minutes later or a few days later it's like oh we'll figure it out yeah right yeah that's what like fighting gives you yeah. we think that like especially when we're done competing or when people retire they're like man like what am i gonna do now yeah. But it's like, put that same work ethic into fighting and you're going to be a-okay, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So are you still competing? Are you still involved in like... I still compete, yeah. Crazy. So I took six years off when I had my son. Whoa. I came back and took Beast. a title fight. Oh, Five-round championship. Everyone's off. Um, Eva, you're a maniac. You're crazy. You haven't fought in six years. You're going to take on a title shot fight with like this prime girl yeah. and everybody thought I was going to gas. Everybody thought I was going to get beat up and that was not the case. Mm-hmm. I lost, yeah. but you showed up. I showed up. I did all five rounds and I dominated every oh, five rounds. Like shit. I, got she robbed. went, I, I think I got robbed yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, for sure. There was a couple little things that should have been called out or taken points away. Politics are involved a lot. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah you know, that was a shame. That was their girl. Yeah. I was just like a stepping stool, but mm. it, it ended up not being the case. Everyone just thought, oh yeah, just fight her. She hasn't fought in five, six years. Yeah. yeah. And they learned real quick. Yvette's here to 
shots. I, She's game. I hate when like the politics are involved when it comes to sports, yeah. especially in boxing or MMA. It's like yeah. it shows. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll watch a UFC fight happen and like they're praising this guy. Yeah. And then he gets his ass whooped and somehow he still wins. Yeah. And I remember I remember sometimes even watching fights with my family and they're like, What happened? Yeah. And I was like, guys, politics is involved tremendously absolutely that I think sucks even with like i thought uh karate hottie had fought yeah this one girl i don't know what it was but i, I literally that. thought mm-hmm. karate hottie like took it but because that other girl was like a younger yeah. younger and that's what they're doing is they're using like us older veterans to bring up these younger ones and but they're robbing the veterans because the veterans are putting it down on them. Yeah, and I felt really bad for karate. And that fight too specifically, I remember that watching that because it was not not too long ago. Mm-hmm. It was like a couple of months ago yeah. of that, and seeing that, and you even know from her face, she was so disappointed. But yeah. deep down, she was like, "This is what it is." Yeah, and it sucks. Oh my yeah. god. And even, I don't know when that will. I mean, it's always going to be a volley. You can never say that's going to go away because yeah. it's always going to be there. Well, I mean, a lot of fighters are upset because most of these judges have never even fought before. Agreed. Like, I would love if GSP was judging fights, but I know for damn sure he's not going to want that job because that's a tough job. Yeah. I personally wouldn't want to do that because yeah. I don't want to put my hands, uh, my fighter's uh, career in my hands yeah. for me to like, because uh, uh, in fighting, Wins and losses are everything. Yeah. You know, they could either elevate your career or deteriorate your career. Yeah. Especially when you get it wrong. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Well, and I think like <laughs> it would be cool like if judges would actually like, because we do the fighter meeting. And I think it would be really cool if the judges would come on and say what they're looking for. Yeah. Are they looking for more damage? Are they looking for more kicks? I mean, I come from a boxing background. Yeah. And when I do Muay Thai and I'm, her face is demolished. She can't see out of her eye, but I lost. And it was because, oh, well, you didn't throw enough kicks. But I threw a bunch of punches. I thought it's still points, right? But you get more points for kicks. So, but I'm like, okay, but I look like I won and she can't see out of her face. So, you know what I mean? So how was that I lost? Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, aggressive. I'm one of the most aggressive fighters that people yeah. will automatically say Yvette is aggressive. Yes. She is aggressive. She's going to come at you. You're going to try to hit her and stop her and she's not going to stop. I saw this video on your story. It was crazy. Oh, shit. <laughs> you, some guy got you with a body shot. Oh, Crazy yeah. body shot. And you went down, but you got up right away. And I was like, okay, I've been hit in the body a lot. And I remember I was uh, sparring with a guy who was like, 40 pounds heavier than me hit me with the body shot I was like oh shit and I was fucked liver yes yeah and then when I saw your video and how you got hit there and you just got up breathed a little bit and they're like let's go again I was like oh fuck yeah I mean for me in that moment number one that if it happens in a fight you only get eight count right oh yeah so you take your breath and you stand up so I always spar with the mentality of of this is if I'm fighting, yeah, you know what I mean. If mm-hmm. I'm fighting and this happens, I gotta get up and I gotta fire back and try to win this round, yeah, right. But granted, <laughs> I was I, you know, it was a clean good shot, yeah. But I didn't give him mad props because I've only been down once in my life, and mm-hmm. that was by Alvin. 
cat dad. Yeah. He is amazing. That guy put me down for real. Put me down. I took the eight count, got back up. Boom. Hit me a second time. Like brutal. He yeah. earned it. Yeah. This guy, <laughs> he forgot his mouthpiece. Oh, so you couldn't even like really. So fully I couldn't yeah. like I was taking it easy because I couldn't hit him in his face. Mm-hmm. And he you know, I didn't really have like that full guard up. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I was trying to take it easy on him and, yeah. and watch my shots because I'm always really respectful yeah. in the sparring. If someone says, hey, my knee, boom, okay, that leg's off limits. Yes. Okay, I have your face and yeah. I have that other leg. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll go for, yeah. you know, out of respect so that way yeah. they still get good rounds and I'm not injuring anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how I spar. So I was not happy about that. Even though I, I, I took it like a champ, yeah. you know, but I was like, oh, hell no. Yes. I'm not even going to give you props for that yes. because I didn't even get to like punch you in your face. Yeah, that's very unfortunate. So, but yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, that one hurt. It gave me a good one, but nothing like Alvin. Alvin's yeah. still, man. He has the plaque. He has the plaque. He knows it too. He has the plaque. Yes. Alvin has the plaque. So out of all, all your years of uh, being in combat sports, what's the hardest thing about it and what's the best thing about it? I'd say the the hardest thing is um, like when they say it's the most loneliest sport. Oh, like no one really understands you. They don't understand why you do it. I mean, obviously you're you used to fight, yeah. so you understand. And like I said, like I don't, I didn't really have a lot of boyfriends. I don't mm. date my teammates. I go in there and I'm like straight. Like, you know, my coach will be like, "Why are you so serious?" I'm like, "Cause." Fighting is serious. I take my training very serious. Mm -hmm. I don't want one of those people like monkey around and like crack a couple jokes here and there, you know. Um, But I take it very seriously because in the ring or, you know, cage, it's not going to it's going to be serious. That person's taking it serious. Absolutely. You know, and it's a very lonely sport, especially I believe as a female fighter. Yeah. You know, like we're should be the ring card girls. You know what I mean? (laughs) You know, I mean, obviously it's 2023, so we've obviously changed that. Like, you see, like the hottest chicks yeah. are like fighting. fighting. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're coming in like I. They're coming in lingerie to their their way at their wins. I'm like, whoa, okay, gonna step up my game. So it's that's really nice to see. Yeah. Because when I was fighting, there was hardly no girls. You know what I mean? Especially in boxing, and I used yeah. to see a lot of people like girls boxing you know yeah. in there and the fighting mma you know i remember seeing Paige van zant yeah for the first time and i'm like oh my god she's gorgeous mm-hmm. and she's fighting that's awesome like yeah. i don't feel alone mm-hmm. you know and then i see her like you know uh with her husband you yeah. see a lot of these you know misha tate even mm-hmm. cyborg yeah. you know has boyfriends now so yeah. i'm like oh, okay cool like I think we're now got to that area where like it's just a sport, mm. just like if a girl was gonna do soccer. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm. Like, do you care when she does karate? No. Yeah. You know what I mean, or jujitsu? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Um. So I would say like the toughest thing is just being lonely. Yeah. You know, your friends don't understand you. Guys don't want to date you. That's crazy. you know what I mean. They're just like, yeah, no, I'm not dating you. I was always. Uh, I remember there was a few gorgeous females that were fighting, and I had no freaking issue with it. 
Oh, I don't think that's a. I don't think that's an issue. Like in my eyes, maybe to the public eye, like oh, that's that's very masculine of women, but it's, it's, yeah. it's not. Like because they're yeah. they're still very feminine in the gym Absolutely. somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know the difference. So it's it's yeah. stupid when people are like looking at like that. Or it's like yeah. guys, she's an athlete and she's dangerous. Yeah, that's a plus actually. Yeah, you should be happy that she's dangerous. Yeah, you know what I mean? Not some like oh my god, poor me. Yeah, it's just I don't know. That's weird. But, so that and I think the best thing is. Um, you know, it, it does help you with life, keeps you on track, keeps you mentally stable, yeah. keeps you not at home being lazy on the couch yeah. watching pointless TV shows for hours and hours or yeah. um, series or anything like that. Like mm. you literally are making yourself better mentally, physically, spiritually. Yeah. Um, and it, like I said, it gives you like those hours away from doing nonsense. Yes, it gives wasted you time discipline, mm-hmm. you know, like endless discipline. But somehow, like, you see some fighters who they go the other route when they're done fighting, then they go the party route, yeah, then they go to like, oh my god, I can finally be with girls, I can finally go to the mm-hmm. clubs, I can finally do this. And yeah. it's like, damn, man, like, but that's not where life is, yeah, you know, and it's unfortunate, like, people find out later in life or they don't, yeah, you know, like, there's always so many athletes to like implement. John Jones. John yeah. Jones is one of the greatest athletes of our times. Yeah. But the outside life is very reckless. Oh, so it's absolutely. Like, gotta be mindful. GSP, he was so disciplined in fighting and outside of fighting. Yeah. That's a fighter to look up to. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's always people to like. And he's coming back. He's coming out of retirement. That's insane. Yeah. I literally saw that video the other day. My yeah. brother showed me. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. He was one of my favorite fighters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was, I mean, I was very similar to you. No girls. No partying. Yeah barely even family time yeah when my family would go on vacation i didn't even have a fight booked mm-hmm. and i was like guys I have to train and then i remember my mom saying you don't even have a fight coming up why are you not going on family yeah. vacation i was like i need to get better yeah like even if it's a week i need to get better yeah yeah it's the craziest thing that people don't understand yeah. and you can die in there yeah. if you're not fully prepared yeah you'll pay with your life absolutely right yeah and that's like how do you even instill that in somebody? Yeah. How do you make them understand? It's like, you can't. They can't. Right? Yeah. They got to either go through it and to completely understand it. Yeah. You know, my family thinks I'm crazy <laughs> most of the time. Like, Shit. my dad's like, yeah, I don't know what happened, but like, you know, this chick, you know, she just like took it to heart and now she just like keeps yeah. going. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, they're just like, okay, I think you could stop now, Yvette. I'm like, no, why? Why am I going to stop? I still feel great. I feel tip-top shape. You know, I'm fighting championship rounds, like, freaking easy. Yeah. You know, I was just like, I'm... I was like, is it the fifth round already? He's like, yeah, it's the fifth round. I'm all right, cool. Yeah. And my coach was like, who is this chick? Mm -hmm. Like, he was one of my new... I just started with Fightcraft. Yeah. And so my new coach, Coach Patrick, and I think he's he holds me up to such a high standard because I don't think he's never like really seen a fighter like me. And I'm a female. Yeah. Like if I'm injured, I'm working around my injuries. You know, if I, you know, he'll see me like, you know, I, when I'm eating, I'm, mm. I'm coming in, I, I'm work, I'm working out, you know what I mean? Yeah. Three hours a day. I'm putting yes. in the work. I'm. Mm always you know they're like super serious if i can do doubles i'm doing doubles yeah like i'm always like hey you gotta fight you gotta fight i've had like three fights 
four fights pull out oh, since my last fight. Jesus. So I've literally just back on the sidelines for like a year already. It's going to be a year since the fight I had. But like luckily for you, your lifestyle is so active and so healthy. Mm -hmm. Your environment, your training schedule, your eating. It's like that's what keeps you young. That's yeah. what keeps you durable. That's what keeps you strong. That's what keeps you ready. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's the thing that people need to cuz I mean, I I wasn't training living like an Olympian, I would say, when I was yeah. a fighter. Cuz yeah. after fighting, oh, I could eat. Mhm. Mm oh, I could maybe finally go out with my friends. Yeah. Do it wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? There were certain mistakes that I wish I was like, oh, I wish I capitalized on that and didn't get didn't gain like 20 pounds after every fight. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. You know what was embarrassing to say? After every fight, I would spend $100 on junk food. <laughs> oh, my gosh. See, and I was like, if I'm going to eat, like, I'm going to eat, like, freshly uh, baked cookies. Yeah. I'm not going to eat Oreos. I'm like, I always tell my clients, if you're going to cheat yeah. with a burger, go and get yourself a nice $15 Angus burger with yeah. cheese and bacon and whatever else. Don't go to McDonald's. Yeah. Don't go to Burger King. To go cheat. Yeah. Like, if you're going to cheat, cheat good. Yes. Quality. Know what you're putting in it. Like, you create it yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you know what the ingredients are inside it. Because you can go buy something at the store. And it may say these ingredients, but they could have added more things to it that Absolutely. you just don't know about. You know Absolutely. what I mean? When, speaking of your clients, did you get into training during your fight career or when your fight career was on pause and you just really prioritized the training? When did that come into play? They kind of intertwined. I started um, to do personal training um, to help bring money because I knew fitness. Yeah. And then I was a server. Mm. You know, anything that was able that didn't cost me so much time because I needed that time to... Uh, train yeah. so I needed a job that kind of helped me so either I either was a server or a bartender yeah um, because you can make just as much good money and not have to have you know work five days a week yeah. I could work three days and have a week's worth of yes. money in three days yes. and then have four days for training mm -hmm. um, so I just always had this fitness jobs also they always kind of intertwined yeah. with my fighter lifestyle and I got a call once and it was L.A. Boxing. Yeah. I don't know if you remember L.A. Boxing. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Super long time ago. <laughs> yes. UFC bottom out. And um, they go, hey, you got recommended to go uh, open up L.A. Boxing in Walnut Creek. And I was like, what the heck? I never even applied for this job. I had no idea how they got my my contact information. Yeah. They just knew about me, asked me, and I was like, yeah, I'll go do it. Yeah. So I ended up moving to East Bay and kind of opened up that, that fitness gym from the ground up. Yeah. And that's kind of like where it started with like the group training, the bag rounds, all of that. And then I opened up another uh, fitness gym, which was uh, P2P, mm -hmm. which is like a transformation center, very similar to the camp, mm -hmm. very same concepts, um, helped open up that business, mm -hmm. did that. After that, I had my son. I moved back to the Bay Area. That's when I found uh, I Love Kickboxing, yeah. 
open that from the ground up. So that's three yeah. businesses that I've opened up from the ground up. Like when there were no bags, no equipment, mm. you know, barely starting. Yeah. Um. So it was just always there for me. Mm-hmm. It just was there to now that I have my own space, yeah. you know, my own thing. I'm like, OK, God, like, you know, it was all for a reason. It was all for a purpose. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen Rob. Lawler's interview I posted um he's just uh did his retirement he was talking about the fighting that he has is now you know he's opening up his gym Mm -hmm. to give back you've seen Khabib another really great icon in the martial arts he just opened up his gym yeah you know and i just feel like a lot of us martial artists you know there's tons of us Mm -hmm. you know out there that are now opening up our gyms to pay it forward and yeah. I think that's just what I'm doing. Yeah. And I feel like to give it back to people who are, say, struggling with their health, mm-hmm. there's not, uh, it's such a weird thing to describe. And it's very hard to describe. But the feeling of like serving other people and helping them change their life, it's a weird, undefeated feeling. It's, it's so strange. Like when mm-hmm. you're really helping somebody and they, you see them glow differently, you see them Absolutely. walk differently, you see yeah. them talk differently. Yeah. And it's a big thing where it's, you're the guide, but yeah. they're executing, right? Yeah, absolutely. And putting it all together, it's like, you're this new person now, Yeah. right? What's some of the hardest things when training clients that you've had to deal with, like the stories or so on and so forth? Uh, difficulty is just, you know, uh, I have clients that fall off, mm. you know? And um, it's sad to see sometimes yeah. because... You know, we put in so much work. We put in so much time, so much energy. And I understand sometimes we get tired of it, Mm -hmm. you know. But now you're reversing the clock. You know, now that 20 pounds that you lost, now you've gained that 20 pounds. It took you a year to lose 20 pounds and you've gained 20 pounds in four to six months. And I just see my clients that you know that don't come as often they start to dwindle down Mm. you know what i mean and then they lose that spark and then i'll get them back and then they feel it all over again Mm. but i can't physically go get them and bring them in yes i can do the text messages i can do the messages i can do the personals uh, text messages i'm on my clients yeah i'm so on my clients i would they wish that i was not (laughs) I'm telling you, I am not like somebody like not like these gyms that are like, oh, okay, they didn't come. All right, whatever. Yeah. We still getting their money. No accountability. No accountability. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, haven't seen you. See you. Mm-hmm. See you. See you Thursday, Saturday. They'll be like, yeah. okay, yeah, they won't come. Okay, what happened? Yeah. I'll see you this week. Try to get in yeah. three. Try to get in at least three. Give yes. me three a week. Mm-hmm. Maybe they come one or twice. Yeah. Maybe they don't come at all, but they'll still get the next message for the next yeah. week. <laughs> And they'll still get the message the next week. Or, you know what I mean? And that's just how I am. I'm a true coach. Yeah. And I always say, you know, I'm a life coach too. Mm -hmm. Because I know you're better off in here doing an hour that benefits you than rather than sitting at home being tired for an hour. Yeah. Do it tired. Do it. it, Do it in pain. Yeah. I'll have injuries and I'm like, I'll keep going. I have yeah. a, a client and I am so focused on that because my my first coach, Coach Rudy Ott, 
I remember like anytime anybody had an injury, he was like, well, go get some Robitussin. <laughs> go fucking rub it on your ass. You still, that's why it's called eight limbs. You know what I mean? Oh, you don't have your right arm? Okay, well, yeah. you have your left arm, you have your knees, you have your legs. If you're in a fight and you hurt your arm, yeah. how are you gonna how are you gonna learn how to fight? Yeah. And that stuck with me mm-hmm. for so long because I'm like, holy crap, man, this guy's right. So now I use it on my clients. And I got a client at home, she had broken foot. She sends me a message, did this workout? Yeah. In a chair. Cause I'm like, well, you can still do it from a chair. <laughs> I'll tell her, okay, well, get a chair. Put it in front of your bag or grab some yeah, weights. You, you can know. still do it. Oh, yes. I have, you know, my shoulder. Okay, well, then you can be on the wall. Yeah. Don't do push-ups on the ground. You can yeah. be standing up doing stuff. And they're just like, they're like, I have no excuses. Yeah. I don't allow them to have excuses. No. It's the hardest thing, too, because depre- uh, depression is a direct core link to people who just don't prioritize their health. Mm-hmm. And that's why you've seen it got higher since the pandemic yeah uh and people struggled during the pandemic and anxiety raised depression raised obesity you know rose as well and it's it rose everywhere but not around me or my crew Mm. i literally took them on day one yeah online we're working out online yeah i'll see you at the park bring your own weights wear a mask if you want to you got your yard time. Even prisoners get their yard time. That's what I would tell them. Yes. They'd be like, dude, this chick is crazy. But they trusted me for some reason. Yeah. They trusted me and they got through some of the darkest times. They lost so much weight. Yeah. They felt good. They, you know, uh, one of my clients had two back to back losses and yeah. she would show up every day yeah. and worked out because yeah. I was like, let's do something different. Mm. And I tell all my clients, instead of losing a loved one and going to alcohol, food, and depression, why not like go to the gym and do it there? Yeah. Let's mourn different. Live we've, for them. You yeah. Know? We've mourned yeah. we've mourned a way that doesn't work. Let's yeah. mourn differently. Let's yeah. do this this let's do this one time differently than we did the last. Yes. And they've literally almost everybody had such amazing results and success yeah. stories. Yeah. How does that feel to be such a empowerment to these people? I I give it to God, to, yeah. to be honest. He created me like this. I did not wake up and be like, this is what I want to be. Right. You know what I mean? I always give it to God. Anybody who says, hey, thank you, boom, boom, boom. I was like, that was God. That was not me. Yeah. Like, God put you in my life for a reason. I've had people, like, walk into my studio and just be like, holy crap. And they are way better yeah. people they're way better moms they've saved their marriages yeah. you know i've had clients be like i was gonna i was on a verge of a divorce and now we're happily married all over again yeah see that's what the whole term health is wealth mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i feel like when your health is a priority everything in your life gets enhanced yeah. tenfold absolutely you know what i mean it is like it is my biggest priority when it comes to my sleep, when it comes to my training sessions, when it comes to my food that I'm consuming. Yeah. It matters. Yeah. It really, really matters. You're killing it. I'm, I mean, I'm fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. I have, but I have to show up for myself to be fully here. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I had to get my training session here. I had to make sure I had a good breakfast. I had to make sure I had seven plus hours of sleep before because why? I have two podcasts today. I need to be fully here for you yeah. guys. It'd be so disrespectful if I'm half-assing this fucking interview and be like, so we've had tired. Time. Yeah. Like, I just woke up. I'm fucked unmotivated. Up. Fucked up. It'd be yeah. so a slap in the face. Honestly, and yeah. you don't deserve that. Why? This is your first time on your show, and I plan to have you on here consecutively. Yeah. And I don't want to leave a bad impression to the part. Where it's like, dude, I am never going back on that fucking show. Yeah, no, Daniel, you're <laughs> awesome. I I look at you sometimes. I'm like, man, this guy's. Oh, I got stuff on my game. Damn it. Look at this guy. I'm I'm trying to um, better balance when it comes to. Um, I don't know. I I mean, because during fighting, I I said no a lot, and I still say no a lot. You know, like I don't yeah. see my friends a lot. I think the last time I saw my friends was like a couple months ago. You know, like I don't, I really don't go out. Of, it, it may look spontaneous, you know, mm-hmm. but I, it's just building. Yeah. That's the priority right now. Cause I am, I just want to use my twenties as an advantage, you know? Yeah. That way when I am older, I have like, oh, I have more leeway. It's like, yeah, I can go see my family and my friends and actually take them wherever I want yeah. to. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just want to be that guy, but I can't be that guy if I'm fucking around every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I choose discipline over playtime. Yeah. Any day. Yeah. Especially right now and especially going forward. Yeah. But when it's necessary to play, I will. Yeah. Like tonight I am seeing my friends and we're getting on the podcast. We're having fun. And then we're going to go out to eat after. Cool. It's like, man, I haven't seen you guys in a while. I want to like truly appreciate this moment and just be here with you guys and just spend the whole night with each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cool. But sometimes I'm always like reminded like, oh, damn, you're, it's not good. That's not good for your health. Like a woman told me that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she told me like it's good for your, for your happiness to go out a little bit, yeah. to, to go out so and so forth. But I was like, agreed. But in a weird way, productivity and getting things done is my form of happiness, Yeah, which is weird. But I was taught always that that's a bad thing. Yeah. You know, like prioritizing yourself is there's a negative connotation of that. Like you're selfish. But I was like, but I am the most the person that I am with the most is myself. Yeah. And if I'm not taking care of myself 110 percent, how am I going to give the people around me that energy and love? Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So the, even with yourself, like you are very glowy. Everything that you do, it shows. Yeah. I could just see it just by looking at your eyes and your face. Yeah. It shows. Yeah. Because if you're not prioritizing yourself, how are you going to give it to your clients? Yeah. How are you going to put it in your training sessions? How are you going to give it to your son? Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It matters. It really does. I don't know why there's still a negative connotation of that, like putting yourself yeah. first. Right? Yeah. How is that when it comes to uh, children? Like when you have a baby... That's all you think about, mm-hmm. right? But your son wants to see you happy, yeah. right? Yeah. And I feel like if you weren't training, if you weren't serving these people, enhancing their health, you probably wouldn't be the same person, Yeah. right? Yeah. So there are these things that you have to prioritize within yourself to be able to give your son this love and energy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, but in your eyes, are you? you're still putting your son fully first or do you feel like I have to put myself first so I can give my son my 110%? How is your mindset with that? Um, I just say he lucked out, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
uh, people will tell me, oh, you're such a good mom, this and that. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I don't, there's no recipe. You yeah. know, there's no recipe. He he just is coming along for the ride, mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm just Yvette. I'm just doing my thing and he's he's just there. He's my little sidekick. Yes. You know, like yeah. uh he'll eat what I eat and he hates when I'm on a diet. <laughs> <laughs> he's like asking for steak by week three. You know what I mean? He's like, what happened to the steak around here? Oh my god, that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> oh, he's a total who. But you know, I like I said, I am very, very Bless and grateful for this life that God gave me because it also gave it to my son. Mm -hmm. My son is around amazing people, amazing role models. He sees us working out. He'll want to work out. You know, when we go to a, um, you know, when he comes to train with me, he's like the little coach with my coach. And I love that. And then he'll even hop in with the jujitsu team and do all this stuff because he's done jujitsu too. And he's been around it for so long. And um, it's just good to see because he's social. He sees the male figure that yeah. maybe he doesn't see at home, but he still gets that male figure, yeah. like what it looks like. Yes. You know? Yes. And so he's not missing out on much. No. You know, if anything, he's getting a lot more than a lot of these kids are getting yeah. these days. Yeah. And it's really is sad. Because a lot of these kids are dying for somebody to put some type of energy instead of just go to school, come home, you know, do your homework, go to sleep. You know, with me and my son, it's like, okay, well, we got to go here. We got to go there. We got to go do this. We got to go that. Together. We're together. Yeah. He's got to go with me. Mm -hmm. You know, he may hate it, but I'm like, okay, well, I'm sorry, but this is what we got to do. He, as he gets older, he will yeah, literally he's still start, young. you know what I mean? But he will literally look back like, man, like I got to saw my mom in so many different elements. Yeah. I just get to see her kill it in every yeah. element that she was in. Yeah. Right? We're always like training. We're always doing this. We're doing that. We go to church. Yeah. You know, we just did like a three day church conference, yeah. you know, which he had his little kids thing. Yeah. Next week, uh, he's got church camp yeah. for a whole week. You know, and it's and it's nothing like I'm like, you know, wake up in the morning and think, God, oh, what should I do for my kid? It just yeah. it just falls in my lap. I'm yes. just like, oh, cool. This might be something cool for my kid to do. Yes. Yeah. You know, um, you know, getting friends, you know, he has all the friends out in the in the thing. I've like, you know, did a couple water balloons and had yeah. him throw them around. You know, I'll throw out like a bunch of stuff out there for the kids, yeah. you know, uh, snacks and stuff like that. Yes. Um, so that way there's like this community and he sees, yeah. okay, this is what we're givers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're givers. We're nice. We're, we're neighborly. That's why I always teach my son because he's six. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just teach him the staples. We're nice. We say hi yeah. to everybody. Yes. We share, we're kind, and we're giving. We're giving. Yes. You know, and he does that pretty darn well so far. Yeah. You know, and it's just those little staples. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. There's nothing more that I respect uh, than businessmen and businesswomen, but also parents. What was that like bringing a child into the world? Mm, (laughs) I, I literally... Uh, just bringing a child into this world was just like a shocker to me. 
And I tell this all the time because I did not want kids. Really? I always said I did not want kids. Wow. I did not want kids at all. You know, I had already knew how tough this world is because I went through it. Yeah. You know, I know, you know, the I'm going to be here for you forever is a lie. Yeah. You know what I mean? We tell our kids that. Yeah. But it's a lie. We're not going to be here forever. You know, and um, I didn't I don't want to put my child through that. You know, I don't ever want to like, you know, that's one of my biggest fears is because I lost my mom at a young age. I don't want myself to to die at a young age and leave my son young, alone, lost, you know, maybe hating God for taking me because that's what I did. You know what I mean? I hated God for taking my mom away and Mm. I lost my faith and went down a dark path and went with the wrong friends and, you know, and I tell everybody, man, if I lived the same life that I lived in these days, I would not be here, you know, and I think about like with my son, you, the drugs are harder. They're more addictive. We didn't have the drugs that are out today. You know, um, the kids had a little bit of, of, boundaries we don't have any boundaries anymore no. you know your your friends are are killing you yeah. your your own friends are stabbing you in the back yeah. you know you got it's just it's just wild out there to see and so i just always did not want to bring a child into this world and mm-hmm. so now that i have one i just know it i just say okay god this is your child you you he chose me for him is what I always say. It's yeah. it's not the other way around. Yeah. I'm here to make sure he gets through life. Yes. Whatever your purpose is, is for him, yeah. not for me. Like like I said, he's just here for the ride. Yeah. You know? And he got on a good ride. <laughs> Let me just tell you, this yeah. kid got lucky. You know? He got on a good ride. I always say, I was just look at him and go, you got lucky. You know, uh, so me, uh, I am not close to becoming a father, <laughs> but uh, I I cannot wait for that day. Uh, that will be uh, definitely one of my greatest titles. I am being a very loving husband. Yeah. Uh, are there any tidbits that you would give me uh, for when I do become a father? What things that you would pass on to me? <laughs> you know, I think you'll 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 do right. I don't think there's any real advice. You know, to I've, be honest, I've heard a story. Uh, I said this on my podcast before. Um, a gentleman bumped into a, a child psychologist at a coffee shop and uh, he knew of her and he tapped her on the shoulder and he was like, excuse me, ma'am, I'm sorry to bother you, but um, I know of you. I've read a lot of newspapers about you, so on and so forth. And uh, I'm about to be a father. Is there anything that you could pass on to me uh, that way I can just take into when I become a father? Yeah. All she said was don't leave. Yeah. And she just walked out. She yeah. got her cop, grabbed her coffee, took off. Absolutely. I was like, damn. And that guy was just like, that's it. Yeah. But it's like, no, that matters. Yeah. You just being there, it's everything. Yeah. You know, like my, I have a niece and I make sure I give her every bit of my time when I'm with her. Yeah. You know, never bought her a present. Yeah. Took her out to food and candy and ice cream. Yeah. But never purchased her a toy. Yeah. Because children don't really, don't really like care. They don't. They don't. Mm-mm. They care about time. Yeah. Like sometimes my niece will like bring up some memories that I've had. I'm like, God, you remember that? Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait. You're a, wait, t- wait till you're a teenager. And you realize that like, oh, I remember when uncle Daniel played with me and this, we mm-hmm. did this, this was our favorite game. 
It's everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like my thing is like time. Yeah. And I want to be able to give my children and my wife time. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So that's why I prioritize the things that I'm doing now. Because right now I would say I can't give a child my time currently. Mm -hmm. I can't. Yeah. But I have to do the things necessary right now to be able to do that from what I see in the future for myself, but it has to be set in stone. I have to keep pursuing this. I have to keep living that boring lifestyle to be able to get to that point because what do I I want to give to the people that I love? Time, because that's everything, everything. Uh, But you'll you'll realize that it's not always on like a specific perfect time. Yeah, sometimes it just bumps it. It just happens sometimes, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like Greta and my son was, was planned and you know, with his dad, it was, you know, we were in love and we knew we wanted to be together and we just had this great relationship. He was a single dad yeah. with a daughter. I didn't have kids. And that little girl was like my little daughter because yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, like I'm just all for kids. You yeah. know what I mean? I just feel like all kids should just have some great people to be around and a yeah. great childhood, Yes, you know, just like I, I did, yeah. you know, and and it sucks to see, like I said, that kids aren't getting that anymore. Yeah. The parents are so consumed with work and being exhausted. Yeah. They're exhausted. Uh-huh. A two hour, uh, takes them two hours to get to work in the morning and they got to wake up and then they work their eight, nine, 10 hours. No one's working eight to five anymore. No. No one's doing that anymore. Everyone's working 10 to 12 hour shifts. All day. All day. Yeah. Come home. You got to cook. You got to shower. You have no time for your kids. No. These parents are exhausted. They don't want nothing to do with their kids. Would you, you know, I mean, you being a parent, you're, you're a, an individual that can give this kind of advice to a parent. Yeah. What would you want to tell those parents? You know, um, you gotta, you gotta be there for them. Like, like the psychologist don't, don't go, yeah. but be there. You know what I mean? Just be there. Take them to the park. Even if you're tired, take them to the park. Even if you're not even playing with them. Yeah. I, I'll be exhausted. I'll be like, all right, let's go to the park. Yeah. Because they need their outlet. They need their time. They're just as stressed as we are. Yeah. They have just as much stuff on their plate. I say that for like a lot of kids these days. And you wonder why kids are depressed. Why are kids depressed? We weren't depressed as kids. No. I didn't even know that word even existed. Agreed. I didn't even know what depressed was. Maybe I was sad a couple times breakups, out of the day. Breakups. Yeah. Like, you know, like, oh, somebody said something mean to me. But... Yeah. It's something like totally crazy, but nothing where I want to like kill myself yeah. over or think my life sucks or think like the end of the world. Maybe you had those couple things like if a parent was like mean to you, you'd be yeah. like, oh my God, no, yes. you know, S- stuff like that. But like the normal, these kids being depressed is like should not be. They have a full belly. They have clothes over their back. Yeah. They have a big old roof over the head. They have a beautiful bed that they sleep in. Yeah. Like. What are we doing? Yeah. What do we have to be depressed about? Yeah. You know, because it's so funny. There's a lot of people who don't even have clean drinking water in another country. Absolutely. And you're going to cry and complain when you have three or four meals a day. Yeah. You sleep in a beautiful bed. You have clothes on your body. Mm -hmm. And what do you have to complain about? Yeah. Weird, right? Yeah. So that whole... But that's where it comes like, I feel like in this day and age, just people are just not appreciative. We were kind of talking about that off air. Uh, 
like you were telling me some an individual like how his kids are just not appreciative yeah and that's terrible especially as a man like that a man wants love a man wants respect and when he doesn't receive that it's like he's just slowly deteriorating he's slowly crumbling and that's the worst yeah like oh yeah i I mean that would be like for you daniel like you're so passionate about having a family and a kid yeah and imagine you you worked really hard to have this family and you've got the house and the lights are on you know the wife's driving a bmw she's got a thirty thousand dollar you know rock on her ring like you're doing the damn thing and you come home and nobody even greets you they're complaining you're not home and you're like well i can't be home because if i'm home then who's gonna go make the money yeah. You're not making the money. You're not making the money. You want a Beamer. You want a Porsche. You want this. You're a stay-at-home mom. Well, then where's the money? I got to go work. I got to go do this. I got to go do that. Because when I'm gone, then well, what are you guys going to have when I'm yeah. gone? You know? Isn't that suck, though? Because like all like parents and all kids, they don't take it to know that. They're just like, where's my dad? Yeah. Or or it's sometimes reverse. Sometimes the mom is... God. is like the breadwinner yeah and sometimes there's stay-at-home dads yeah but it's like how does that get brought into the child like how does that discussion even come into play like yeah. guys like i'm sorry i am gone all morning yeah. all afternoon yeah and i come at like 6 p.m yeah and you guys are having dinner and we're with each other for only two hours yeah that is what i do not want yeah like i want to be able to have the possibility to homeschool my children yeah you know what I mean? to be there like yeah. if my children want to learn how to hunt i'm like let's go learn how to hunt together yeah. you guys want to do pe class no no let's go do pe class in the gym that we have yeah. you know what i mean you want to learn about history i want to have one whole room yeah. just filled with books you want to watch tv let's let's go watch a documentary and learn something yeah. right yeah there's different ways that we can implement things but it's just tough especially this day and age yeah it's so tough i mean i mean my son asks for mcdonald's all the time and i'm like no 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 you know what i mean yeah and some of my friends will buy him one yeah and i'm like cool whatever i don't really care you know but if we let our kids dictate themselves i mean they're going to be eating garbage yeah you know i've i've i'll post like my son wanted McDonald's and I said no and he cried about it and he was yeah. pissed off at me. And then he looks at his meal and he's got grilled chicken, he's got white rice, he's got carrots and he eats it. And it's like, now what if I gave in to my child? Yeah. You know what I mean? What if it's... I gave in to him and gave him that McDonald's? He would be missing out on a really great meal yeah. that he had no idea that was you know, in store for him. Yes. You know? Yeah. And these kids don't know. No. And, but it's our job to show them and to teach them different ways. Hey, you know what? And then even, I I even had that one point where I'm like, oh, well, you were good at school today. I'll go get you McDonald's. Yes, yes, yeah. And I watched a podcast because (laughs) I feel like these podcasts are really like putting some good, content out of there to make you think uh, yeah and this one guy was saying he goes he goes you know you see a lot of these moms out there like, well it's not so bad i give it to him when he's good and it's like okay so because he's good you're gonna give him a, a that's his treat and it's yeah. crap and i'm like oh my <laughs> god 
So he hasn't had McDonald's in like three, four weeks. <laughs> you know? But, and that's why I love that you're doing this podcast. And yeah. I love that these podcasts are becoming so important because you're actually learning from real people. Yeah. Real people, not actors. No. These are actors you guys are watching. This is not reality TV. No. These are actors. We're reality TV. Is this scripted? No. We didn't even literally, talk about it. We literally just sat down on chairs. Yeah. Talked for like two minutes. Let's talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what people are supposed to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I get so much inside out of you because I am no parent. Yeah. But what you've told me today, I will take into my day-to-day -day life. log it exactly. into a book and it's going to come out and you're like, oh my God, I remember when Yvette said that. Yep. It's a file that I'm going to keep right in there. Exactly. And then when that day comes, yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? It, they're there. Like that is my uncle, which yeah. is my mentor. That is one man I will go to for advice. Anything that he says, I remember mm -hmm. and I like acknowledge. And when things come up, I'm like, oh, I remember when my uncle said that. Yes. I remember when my uncle told me that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then I try to give that wisdom that he taught me out to all my friends yeah. that maybe don't have that wisdom uncle yeah. that took the time to talk to me about certain situations yeah. and made me a better person to share that wisdom. And that's what we're doing Yeah, is we've got some good wisdom here yeah. and we want to share it with other people. So that way they can have that aha moment that, Oh man, that's right. Yes. Okay, cool. I'm going to file that. And now I'm subconsciously, going to be thinking about that and yeah. i'm going to subconsciously be making better choices yes yeah you right know what, you know what the best thing is to be of use you know what i mean be useful yeah you know like I, you want people to like look at you be like if i'm near you vet i'm going to be fed if Absolutely. i'm with you vet i'm going to be loved if i'm with you vet i'm going to be protected yeah you know what i mean be useful yeah it's the best thing that you could ever be because like you want to be able to walk into a room and people are just like everything's gonna be okay yeah. Right. That's the whole, that's the whole mission. Like as soon as you walk into the room, like my whole, one of my principles is be the most reliable man in any room, Yeah. not a room, any room, Absolutely. you know, to yeah. the point where if Daniel's there, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. If something bad happens, everything is going to be okay. Yeah. Be the most reliable man in any room. Same thing goes for you. Be the most reliable woman in any room. I think be the most real. Yeah the realest person yeah. in the room because that is like a true like aura yeah like somebody knows okay that girl's real yes. she's not fake she's not phony she's not putting yeah. on a show uh -huh. she's not pretending to be something that she's yeah. not people can tell that girl is genuine you yeah. could just tell like yes. you know what i mean yes natural just super natural yeah. to the point super real and that's yeah. what is missing we're not putting masks on and talking differently. You know yeah. what I mean? Like when we were talking off air, it's the same type of voices. Yeah. It's the same like, oh, flowy, like a natural conversation. Yeah. We're not like, so Yvette, tell me about this day. Yeah. Like, come on, what are we doing here? Yeah. You know what I mean? We're not, it's not scripted. It's not, hey, we're going to do this at this time. We're going to do this at this. I want this you event. to say this. Yeah. Oh God. You know don't, what I don't mean? Don't say this. Yeah. Don't say that. <laughs> yes. Say this. We want to push this narrative. No. We want to push this concept Not out. here. <laughs> yeah, we're just like, no, we're just having a conversation, trying to help some people out, you know, yes. spark up some brainwaves. 
Yeah. Have you thought about starting a podcast? Because you're really good at this. <laughs> no, I should though. You should. I know. I actually, I don't, I, I actually want to do like a game show. You should. I want to do you a should. newlyweds game show. I am so obsessed sick. with like the newlywed game. Yeah. That is like my jam right now, <laughs> because I love watching those old school couples yeah back in the day yes it was so old school and so like you know innocence and um it's just like such a delight to see because that's like our parents our aunt and uncles and they're still married forever yeah and you see some of the the marriages now or the 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 couples now or the dating life and it's completely different you know what i mean it's 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 wild Yeah. yeah i mean i have yet to uh i i've bumped into a lot of amazing beautiful uh, women that have like carry solid principles, so on and so forth. But I, even that too, like the whole, like, is this going to be, is this going to be a liability to my life or is it going to be an asset to my life? Like I, mm. I look at the long term game. Like yeah. I don't like that short term shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. like the, oh, I can go to a bar and get a girl drunk. Oh, we can have a good time, take her to my place. And then, yeah. and then what? Like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? Like yeah. people my age are wasting time, wasting money, wasting energy on the wrong thing. Yeah. And I would rather not. Yeah. You know, I have better shit to do straight up. Yeah. I'd rather be a gentleman and make sure she gets home safe. Yeah. You know, rather than taking her to my place, taking advantage of her because she's intoxicated. Like, oh, yeah. stupid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But dating, the dating life is insane. Yeah. Very different. Yeah. Very different. So I like to appreciate, I like what, that's like my little thing I like to watch because I just love like the old school style love. You know what I mean? Very playful and innocent and, you know, it just is a delight to see. And I wish that we would kind of see that a little bit more, not to say like it's not out there. Like there are some people that have found each other that have solid foundations with each other that have the same, you know, values and goals and, and things like that. And, um, for me, I've, I've never went like looking, I've never been like somebody to be like, Oh my God, I'm single. I need to go look for a guy. Yeah. I've, I've never been that person. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I like, you know, organic stuff. I mean, I, meet guys like at grocery stores in the traffic in traffic i'll meet a guy in traffic like damn yeah met a guy at home depot you know and you're like cool yeah and then you meet them and then you find out you know some things and start seeing their personalities or their little things you're like oh yeah this person's not isn't for me you know i try to give everybody um, a fair yeah, shot right? to be honest yes. I give everyone a clean slate but we're also grown adults yeah and we don't have time to waste time yeah you know what I mean and we also know what we want uh and I feel like if we notice things like old tendencies that we've dealt with in the past mm, we yeah. just don't want to go back to that yeah and there's nothing wrong with that it's not being picky it's being very highly highly selective yeah because we have to be careful like who you marry who you choose to be like the person that's sleeping in your bed is one of the biggest decisions of your life. Yes. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's always a strange thing when people are like rushing to get married, yeah. rushing to all do all these things. Yeah. It's like, guys, I'd rather do it slow and right than quick and wrong. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Daniel. Yeah. You nailed it. Yeah. And for me, like 
I'm not just bringing somebody into my life now. Yeah. I'm bringing someone into Noah's. Mm. So, <sighs> yeah. like, that's like a double kind of thing. Yes. It's because we got a good thing going. Me and my son are a good little team. We're yeah. a good little sidekick. We have our thing. We, we come home. We like to relax and unwind. And then we go and do our things. And, you know, and I think someone has to fit that, yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm sure that person will be coming soon. And yeah. I know that Noah kind of wants that yeah. kind of male role model in yes. the household. Um, but I don't bring people into my relationships. Yeah. Um in my household because of him i was never like oh i gotta go find it i'd be like i was like embarrassed like people mm. were like you need a damn like dude i have a two-year-old yeah. i don't think that's attractive you know i've seen people like you know have boyfriends and they've got a six-month-year-old <laughs> and i was just like not i did not think it was attractive to yeah. me i did not feel attractive no. trying to date somebody with a two-year-old i didn't feel like it was attractive having a three-year-old i didn't feel until he was like four or five yeah then i'm like okay yeah now he's a little bigger he's not a baby yeah he's a toddler he's a cool little guy to hang out with yeah now i feel comfortable dating you know but at the same instance i and i tell this to women out there that are single is that there are statistics that a single mother and it's like 65%, Daniel. I'll never forget this. This is one of those little index cards. Whoa. You're bringing in a pedophile into your home. 65%. It's a very high, high, high uh, percentage. Jesus Christ. And if you look, they're, you know, obviously pedophiles don't uh, go into someone who has a strong male figure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which the Cain Velasquez, I don't know what that guy was thinking, but yeah. um, those are the statistics. They're looking for that single mom that is going to let her guard down. Oh. You know what I mean? You see it on shows. I watch a ton of shows. You yeah. know what I mean? That uh, involve certain things because I want to look for the signs. I want to be aware. Yeah. I do not want to bring a wolf in sheep's clothing into my home yes. and me be why didn't I see those signs? Why didn't I? You do. Like we said, we have that gut. We have that little thing that tells you. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. You know? And so that's why I'm so particular on who I date and who I bring home. And my son, till this day, he's six years old. He's never seen me in a relationship. Yeah. Like never seen me in a relationship. Yeah. I dated a guy for like, three months and he would come over and hang out and chill but it wasn't like the full-on relationship yeah you know um i just i haven't decided to do that just yet because yeah. there's such a high like rate out there that scares me Jesus. you know because it's out there we're seeing it the movies are coming out the kids are coming out the you know there's so many things, you know, even with the Kane Velasquez thing, that was a Morgan Hill daycare. Yeah. I live in Morgan Hill. I could have easily went to that daycare and signed up my son. Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, talk about dodge freaking bullets, you know? Wow. And though that's the reality of it. You know, the reality is, is watch who you're bringing home. You're just bringing in some guy because he's cool. Good looking, charming. Yeah. <laughs> 
and you're passing out and he's you know next next to the door because you drank so much and got liquored up you're passed out he's not passed out you know you fell right into the trap yeah oh i'll watch your kid for you Jeez. you know what i mean oh it's my. like uh and i, I haven't gone through that yeah i haven't gone through still, that just i i'm not even close but yeah. i'm just like there it's you know, out there uh, it's out there and that's probably one of my biggest concerns is dating being a single mom is i don't want to bring the wrong man home i'd rather take my time and choose the right person than go quick and choose a wrong person so i love that you said that because that is so true and i have no problem you know being if i'm 40 something if i'm 50 something hey I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I've been alone for a, for a good period of time to the point where it's like, yeah. I can make myself happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't need to, like how we were going back to the whole chasing uh, aspect. Yeah. I don't need to go chase a significant other to make me feel a certain way. Yeah. But being in love is definitely one of the greatest feelings in the world. Absolutely. Yeah. But you want to do it right. Yeah. You know, you me don't too. want, everybody does. Yeah. Right. And it sucks when it, doesn't go right yeah you know we think that this is the partner we think that this is the one we think that this is and then it just turns out like shit what happened yeah you know but that's where the lessons come in handy it's like oh i i fucked up i know what to take into my next relationship yeah or i could have did something here and i should have capitalized on that like oh like i need to communicate with my partner better i need to listen better i need to do all these things better it's so many crazy things that we think we're doing right, but we don't. Yeah. Like, I just realized I'm not a great communicator. Mm. <laughs> like, it I think may, you're pretty good. No, 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 no. When it comes to reaching out, mm. you know, like yeah. family, I don't reach mm. out to my family, but okay. when I'm with them, I give them every single bit of my being. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, me too. So I don't text. I hate texting. Mm-hmm. I hate it with a passion. Mm. Phone calls, okay, cool. Yeah. But this? Yeah everything yeah i would choose this over any of that bullshit technology get that shit out of my face yeah literally but the component of human interaction eye to eye contact like the hugs like people cannot get away from that you know that's why i don't do uh online dating because of that like the apps and stuff i tried it for two weeks me too young couldn't do it (laughs) i've tried it a couple times and i'm like i don't last uh, three days a week i'm just like so (sighs) over it i love what you said Bumping into somebody at traffic, bumping into somebody at Home Depot, yeah. bumping to somebody at a store. Yeah. Natural. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you feel those like giddiness. You have a story, you know, um, it's that natural attraction. Yes. You know what I mean? How are you going to get natural attraction to a phone? Like yeah. there's no, there's no heartbeat on it. No. You know what I mean? And half the stuff, I mean, that you see on there, I'm just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, I'm constantly like, I was like, dude, this guy looks like a pedophile. This look, this guy looks like he's gonna murder me. You know, this guy's an atheist. You know what I mean? I'm like, uh, yeah, the bio. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you're just like, uh, yeah, no, no, not gonna work. No, and I'm just like, no, I can't yeah, do it. Yeah. I'm wasting my time on another social media platform, and I've already got. I do Facebook, Instagram, and that's enough for me. I yeah. can't do Snapchat. I don't do twitch and all the other ones that they have yes you know some people have said like i should go sell my feet on freaking <laughs> shit 
only feet or whatever and i'm just all dude oh i don't know if i can do all that but it's maybe crazy. there's some there was this i i remember saw seeing this article this uh former teacher is making like seven figures yeah, on dude, only fans it's crazy it's like damn like they found a hustle yeah i mean there's some sick dudes out there like dude cochinos you know what i mean like the last thing that i would want to do is pay a subscription yeah to see a naked woman yeah are you fucking kidding yeah. me bro like dude you can't like go out to a nightclub and dude, go get a chick i literally told one of my friends that mm-hmm. when he was like hey dude one of our friends from high school she's on this i was like how do you know that yeah oh, i i pay the subscription i'm like oh my god how old are you yeah like what are, what are we doing what, what the fuck is going on here bro i was like can you not see a naked woman by yourself? Can you yeah. not create that some sort of like discipline to go approach a woman? Like yeah. what, what's going on here? Yeah. But I don't. <sighs> There's like a chick that makes a ton of money just by people watching her sleep. Oh. <laughs> you know, there's like cuddlers, like, you know, a chick that makes a ton of money just cuddling. People. Isn't that crazy how people have like this certain kink to them? Yeah. People like sweat. People like yeah. watching people sleep. Yeah. Weird, right? Feet. Just, yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. I remember somebody asked me my kink. Kissing. Mm. <laughs> I was like, I'm a kisser. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. genuinely like yeah. kissing. Yeah. You know, that's my that's kink. Yeah. You know, I'm not like, hey, send me a picture of your socks. Yeah. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I was not thinking that. I thought you were going to say something else. I was like, oh my gosh. Don't even start with me with that. <laughs> oh my God. Even like that too. Nudes. Yeah, I can't I have do it. I've never asked a female send me nudes. I've never asked a guy to send that me nudes. That is so and I get weird. Them. Yeah. <laughs> you get some shit. Oh my god, it's horrible. It's the most horrible thing. I will tell you right now, gentlemen, the minute you send a dick pic, you are canceled. What the fuck? I I I've never been in a relationship with anybody that's ever sent me a dick pic ever. The only the only ones that last with me are the ones that don't send me a dick pic. That is crazy. The minute you send me one, we're done. <gasps> I'm over it. I'm cool. On to the next. Because I just feel like, dude, I didn't ask for it. Yeah. Number one. Number two, I would appreciate the real thing. Yeah. Not a picture. Third, how many people are you sending this picture <laughs> to? Fuck. You know what I mean? Is this a new picture? Is this, yeah. you know, is it yes. really for me? Yeah. No, I'm sure you've done it to a couple of people. Yeah. You know, and it's very common. Like that's like their guys go to these days. Jesus. To where like I've even gotten it from like a coworker. And he was like, oh my God, I just sent this to like my ex boss. I'm so sorry. And I literally told him, I was like, it's all good. I'm sure it was for habit, Bro. you know, just out of a habit. Oh my God. You know, because you just, you didn't do it. Yeah. Another thing, this guy I used to date before Noah, haven't seen him in like eight years. Yeah. Finds me on Facebook. This just happened last week. He's all, hey, how are you? Boom, I'm all, hey, I'm good. Boom, 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 boom. Boom. Sends me a picture of him. Then I'm like, okay, like, oh, here we go. You know what I mean? Social media shit. It's so crazy. No, we're not done there. Then he sends me, I'm being honest, then he sends me a video of a chick giving him head and he's videotaping it. Uh, Just uh. the whole nine yards. Then says, hey, I'll pay you to watch. 
a couple thousand. I'll pay you a couple thousand to watch. And I'm just like, I'm, you know, LOL, like trying to be passive, like I'm not understanding like where this is going. Yeah. Then he's like, why aren't you texting back? Hey, what's going on? And I literally am like, hey, dude. I haven't seen you in eight years. I'm so sorry. I'm not excited <laughs> to freaking talk to you after you send me a video of you of some chick giving you head. Like what? Like what delusion do you live in that would make me want wow. to talk to you? Yeah. You know, like, and that's where I'm like, dude, guys are a little. You know, we need to start thinking outside the box a little bit. Yeah, and uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, I call them boys. There, you know yeah, what I mean? I yeah. call them boys. You know, like I remember uh, I said this story again on my podcast a couple of times. I went out to downtown San Jose with a couple of my boys and uh, three girls uh, were by the bar and uh, one of them was plastered. Oh, shit. Uh, and the girls didn't have drinks on them. They were like they were done having drinks. So I offered I was like, oh, like you guys look like you need some drinks. So I bought them drinks. Yeah. The girl that was plastered, she like came and she's like, oh, my God, I owe you a kiss. And then she kissed me. And uh, as the night went, we still kind of hung around with them, yeah. laughed, whatever. It yeah. was fun. Yeah. And then she, when they were leaving, she was like, she came up to me. She's like, hey, you didn't get my number. And I said, I'll get it later. Yeah. And she was kind of confused. She's like, I'm leaving. How are you going to get it later? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in my mind, how I'm thinking is, look, this is very predictable. I know where this is going. Yeah. It's not going to go good. You know, yeah, like yeah. I don't like easy. Yeah. I like challenge yeah you know i want i want a woman to tell me oh i want to wait and i'm like oh you are disciplined yeah let's do it let's wait however long you want me to wait let's do it i'm down you know what i mean absolutely i love that shit men want to work for something absolutely right i've heard i had i had a female tell me recently like daniel i don't think guys really care about that i was like really then why aren't they with you Right? Mm. I mean, why aren't they with you? Why hasn't there Damn, been a Damn, total dagger in the heart? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> dagger to her ego? <laughs> no, but it's the truth. It's the so truth hurts. Realist. The truth hurts. The I was truth like, hurts? guys, like, why isn't there an official title yet if it doesn't matter? Yeah. You know what I mean? It matters. Yeah. Some people, I agree, don't care. But grown men do. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't yeah. want. I mean, at least like the old school, like three date rule. Yeah. You know, I usually try to do like either like a three date rule or, you know, however it's feeling or flowing. You know, have I slept with somebody when I first met them? Yeah, yeah I've done yeah. it a couple times. Yeah, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? I've done it a couple times. <laughs> yes. We're human. I've, like I said, I used to be training for years and years. Yeah. I have some catching up to yeah. do, <laughs> you know? And, um, you know, and, but those were always just like, the chemistry. Yeah. I think it's kind of based on chemistry too. Yes. Yeah. You know, if there's like this true chemistry and you guys just have this vibe and you don't want to leave them for yeah. some reason. You know what I mean? And yes. you're just like, you feel I, safe. Yeah. I, I mean? still want to like talk to you more. Yeah. I met this guy and it was like this instant attraction and it was just the look. Yeah. You just like look at each other and you yeah. just. Poof. Yes. Just something just happens. Uh-huh. And that's why I don't do online because I need that like poof. Yeah. You know what I mean? That spark, you know, that like dynamite in the heart that yeah. kind of go, whoosh, uh-huh. all right, that's yes. a connection. Yes. You know, you can't get that. 
unless you have that type of natural experience. You have to have that old school mentality too. Yeah. That people rely on social media for, oh, I'm just waiting for this guy to DM me or I'm waiting yeah. like for this guy to make a move on social media. Why isn't he liking my pictures? Yeah. It's like, guys, get out and do the real thing. Yeah. You know? But like you, kind of like how you said, people, people go to clubs to find a significant yeah. other. Okay, that makes sense. People want to dress well, the guys yeah. dress well, so on and so forth. But like you said, Home Depot, traffic, random places. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can meet a really great person. Imagine if you're in line yeah, in you Target, can. you know, yeah. and you're just like, the guy drops something and then you guys accidentally bump heads and it turns into a funny yeah. conversation. Yeah. And then he's just like, yeah, are you, are you busy at all? Do yeah. you, are you seeing anybody? Like, I would love to take you out to dinner. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Rather than like, hey, what's your IG? <laughs> yeah. And I think we need to capitalize on those a little bit more. I'll be like, I'll literally beat myself up because I didn't go up to somebody that I thought was cute. Uh, you know what I mean? And then you like, you're like, man. And yeah. you're like, in your head, you're like, oh, he's probably taken. Da, da, da. Yeah. And then after you're like, darn, I should have asked. Because <laughs> if you don't ask, then you don't know. Yes. You know? And, that, and I always say the guy that, that that I'm probably looking for is probably not at a club. Yes. You know, yeah. he's probably working too. Yeah. You yeah. know, he probably has kids. Yes. You know what I mean? He's probably, you know, likes to be more outdoors by himself. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm the chances of meeting that guy is going to be random. Yes. You know, at a random, you know, in the ice cream aisle, at a, you know, Starbucks yeah. or, you know, gas um, station like gas station. Literally, right? Yeah. Because that person's just as busy. Yes. You know? And I kind of had that misconception with the online dating thing too. Because I'm like, okay, I'll try it because maybe my guy is just as busy as I am and he's not going out. I'm not going out. How are we going to meet? <laughs> yes. He's at home with the on the computer. You know? So I'm there and I'm thinking, okay, let's give it a try. But then I'm like thinking, I'm like, no. The person I'm going to meet is going to have an outgoing personality. Yeah. They're not going to rely on a phone to help find them somebody because no. they don't go out or they don't have a personality. No. You know, I want someone that's going to be like, hey, hi, I, you have a great smile. Yeah. You know, wow, you do too. But men are even so terrified to even compliment a woman. Like, hey, just letting you know, like, I don't know if you change, like, say a coworker. If I went up to a coworker, maybe like, I think it, it's also like the way you say it. Uh, but like, say if I was going to compliment somebody, Hey, like, I really like that outfit. Like you look really pretty today, yeah. you know? But if I'm like, fuck, like, Hey, what did you, you know, it's different, different yeah. tone, different rhythm. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Like you gotta be mindful, yeah. but just like how we were talking about, there's boys and there's men, Yeah. you know? So yeah. it's hard. It's hard to juggle. Yeah. Yeah. You have to know like a good, a good line and who you're talking to. Yeah. It might that like, Hey girl, you look at that might work on some women yeah, go to, yeah you know what i mean but on it's not gonna work on all women no you know there's some women that kind of want a little little gentleman caller yeah you know hey let's let's plan something yeah you know let's go you know on a nice date let's go do something fun yeah. like nobody does anything fun anymore yes like i'm always like kind of creating the dates because if i'm going on a date i want to go have fun like yeah. i haven't gone on any dates i'm always home a lot of guys are like hey well i could just come over to your house and watch a movie i'm like yeah. i do that already yeah i am home and i watch movies and yes. i have my relax time i don't want to relax with you yeah. i want to like go have fun with you mm. let's go like create a memory let's yeah. go wherever 
You know yes. what I mean? Go bowling, go something, and go also, play pool. And also stop asking girls, what do they want to do? Yeah. You're the fucking guy. Figure it yeah. out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I told, I, I remember this was a couple of months ago. Um, I asked a girl on a date and uh, we were going to go and I was like, hey, I'm not much of a coffee shop kind of guy. I was like, you're probably going to have to wear a dress. Yeah. You know what I mean? I cool. was like, let's go on a real fucking date. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Good I don't want, I don't want to do the whole like, like an interview. interview. Base, like, yeah, I don't do I mean? interviews. It's like, no, let's go have a nice dinner. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But I also don't want to be like, so what food do you like? What what uh, what do you like to do? Do yeah. you like horses? Do you like this? Do you like that yeah, type? Yeah, yeah. Man, create an itinerary. That way when she gets there, she's like, dude, this guy's fucking just all over the goddamn yeah. place. You know what I mean? Be yeah. very, very unpredictable. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's attractive. Yeah, it is. But these guys are like, what do you like? What ice cream do you like? Are you dairy-free? Like, what is this? What is this going on? Yeah. It's like, bro, like, you're not adventurous. You're not trying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, give her something. Give her that wow experience. Yeah. Even if the date doesn't go well, she kind of walks away from the date like, dude. She goes goes to her friends like that guy was great. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, it obviously didn't prolong. It didn't keep going, but I definitely won't forget about him. Yeah, right. And Leave she'll probably mark. might have more value in herself. Yeah, knowing that there are guys out there that yeah. are still willing to do like uh, you know, dates. Yeah, you know, real dates. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because I'm not. A, I'm not about that. I'm not about the whole like. I like, I'm so bad. My friends say I'm too extra when it comes to dates. Mm. You know, even on the first one, mm. I don't care. I don't. You I, know what's I, crazy, Daniel? Is my best friend. I love him to death. He is a male and he, he takes girls out on dates. Yeah. Whether it's the first date, second date, third date. He plans everything. Yeah. He opens the car door. I'm not even yeah. his girlfriend and I don't even see him, but he opens up my door. Yes. Like even yeah. just me as Gentleman. a friend. Shout out to that guy. Yeah. Straight up. Shout out. Dude, for real. <laughs> and I love him for that. I yeah. always tell him like, yeah. I love that you are like, you actually like plan out like cool dates and like take chicks out and yeah. he dresses up real nice and he makes sure his car looks good yes. and you know what i mean like yeah. i just love that he's like that because we need more men like that yeah. like you like him that like really like hey and it doesn't matter if if it's you know if it's gonna last or not yeah he doesn't even care leave that mark yeah leave that mark regardless that way because i know there are uh in high school definitely definitely hurt somebody definitely did mm -hmm. uh but every woman i've come across uh since then uh they can never say a bad thing about me yeah because i always started with love and i ended with love absolutely you know what i mean so yeah. regardless uh didn't go didn't go like they didn't continue it like happen like it wasn't like oh my god we're still seeing each other it's been months it's been years no but i'm still friends i'm actually best friends with a lot of people that i have had intercourse with and what is wrong with that? And yeah. I guess what? And I'm not, and I've been to their weddings. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I left that mark where it's like, <laughs> guys, it's all good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to be that guy where it's like it's awkward. It's like, hey, what is sex taboo? Yeah. Sex is very, very fucking normal and very, very essential. Yeah. What's the big deal? Grow the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like when like there's so many parents out there like from uh 
say like my parents' generation, like they they think sex shouldn't even be talked about. Yeah. Me and I tell my mom everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I go on a date and I slept with a woman, I'd be like, Mom, dude, she did this, she did that, she was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my god, I hope Noah's like just as open too. <laughs> yeah, but that takes a while for like yeah. to get developed. You gotta, I mean. Yeah. It's just eventually where people just don't care. Yeah, yeah. You just don't care. Yeah. But I. Uh, I'm actually on the opposite. Like all my guy friends are yeah. my guy friends because I didn't sleep with them. Yes. I think it's different for like a girl. Well, like that's a funny thing. I believe guys and girls can be friends. They can. But a lot of people think they, in this day and age, right? Yeah. They can't. Like people think to this day that me and Hannah sleep together. Yeah. Oh, I know a thousand people <laughs> think that me and my best friend sleep together. I 100% know that for a fact. I know that people are don't know because, but I'm like, dude, he, he, he put like, cause we post each other on each other's Instagram yeah. and it's like, no, if I was like his chick, he probably wouldn't post me. Like yeah. we're actually like real friends and I dated his best friend. Boom. <laughs> So I'm the type of girl, I don't do friends. I don't do brothers. I don't do cousins. I do yes. one guy in one group. That's it, you know? And that's why me and him are really good friends. Like yeah. we don't cross those lines. I don't think we ever think like that, yep. you know? We're not each other's type, Yeah. you know? And, but we are, we're in the same like wavelength age frequency yeah like, frequency you know what I mean? we're able to talk to each other yeah. we're just like really good good friends yeah and people will say oh yeah i don't believe that people <laughs> could be friends and i'm like no they can maturity the maturity yeah. level you know what i mean they can yeah. i just think that there's boundaries that you guys shouldn't cross yeah. and there's boundaries that we don't cross we don't sleep together yes. does he open up my car door yes he does but I'm, we're not like holding hands or yeah. you know what i mean or yeah. going on like full-on dates we go on like group stuff yep you know, group things. Yes. Um, if we, if I go over to go hang out at his house, it's to like watch fights. Our sons yes. play together and hang out. It's like one of those dynamics, yeah. you know? Like I bumped into this probably, definitely one of the most gorgeous women I have ever seen in my goddamn life. Mm -hmm. And she's been on my podcast. Okay. Uh, and I, I told this, I even told this to somebody. I was like, I, I've been around her a couple of times. Like we, we've spent, we went out to go eat a couple of times and I was like, I can look at her and just like genuinely say she's very beautiful and she has like just a beautiful soul yeah. to the point where I don't even need to think about her sexually. Yeah. And that's a weird feeling because I've yeah. been with her a couple of times already. And the fact that I haven't even thought about her in that realm is pretty crazy. Yeah. You know, because sometimes guys will look at a girl like, oh, she's got a great ass. Yeah. Or like, oh, she's got nice breasts on her, like so yeah. and so forth. Yeah. But I was able to look at her. I'm like, oh, I don't think of her sexually at all. Yeah. Right. You look at her soul. Yes. Yeah. It was crazy. But there's just one of those rare people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where the, and then you meet like, the, you guys are like that same frequency. You're just like, oh shit. Like, what? what is this? Yeah. You know what I mean? I actually asked her around. She said no. <laughs> you asked her out. She said no. I asked her around. She said no. Really? Yeah. Oh, like, why do you think it was the reason? Why? Uh, she, she told was dating me she, somebody else? No, she told me the reason and it's very reasonable. Uh, time, uh, productivity, busyness, and just, she actually lives somewhere else though, but she's in town a couple of times. Uh, so do you I, think that's an excuse? No, she is very, what she's doing right now is pretty big. I, mm. I'll tell you off air. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But she's, uh, yeah, she does something pretty big and I'm just like, oh, that, that makes sense. Yeah. And we are different people. Yeah. But I was like, up oh, it's a trick. You know? Yeah, yeah. I know. I, yeah, when you meet somebody, like, 
there I haven't met a really good guy that's like captivated me in such yeah. a way. And I met this one guy and it was funny because I went out and I was getting takeout and I seen some friends. Yeah. I was like in my PJs, like whatever. And they were talking. They're like, oh, she's a fighter. Boom, boom, boom. And this guy was like, oh, what? You're a fighter. I always go to the fights. Let me get your number. We'll watch fights. I didn't really think he was attractive. But yeah. I was like, cool, like a, a friend. Cool, like a cool friend, whatever. Yeah. And um, he invited me out to go hang out with him and his friends. And one of his friends, I, it was so weird. We literally like dressed the same. It was like this instant attraction that I felt. Yeah. And the guy that I initially invited me like walked off. He stood behind to walk. Who was we were in Santana Row, yeah. like walking to our restaurant. And I was like, wondering why is this man walking next to me? Yeah. Well, the other guy literally has taken off. Right. Uh, the guy that invited me. Yeah. This guy's with me, and and he's talking with me and asking me questions, and like I'm wearing red and black he's wearing red and black and i'm like tripping out because yes. i'm like who i don't even know you but cool like this guy has some really good qualities yes we end up hanging out there was a group of us girls and guys and i mean i've got pictures and it's like me and him we're big old smiles yeah. we're sitting next to each other yes. i don't know where the other friend is <laughs> at this point you know what i mean yes. We go our separate ways. We go home, whatever. Oh. Well, the friend ends up inviting me over to go over to that guy's house to go see. And sure enough, I go there. I'm wearing yellow and black. He's wearing yellow and black. Jeez. Yeah. I'm just all, what's going on here? Right? <clears throat> I'm there. I bring my friend. And I'm telling my friend, I'm like, dude, I don't know if this guy, if I'm, if like his friend's trying to you know, hook yeah. me up, but I know his friend kind of likes me too, uh -huh. but I didn't really like his friend. I was liking this guy, yeah. you know, the, the guy that I met, I didn't really like or have an attraction to, yeah. but there was something about his friend that was just like, there was something there like yeah. that. I wanted to know he's just a great person and I follow him on Instagram and I instantly, his friend ended up that day, his friend ended up going upstairs and falling asleep. Yeah. Left me with his friend again, second time. And we're having like this great conversation and yeah. watching the fights. And we just had this great chemistry. And at that point I was like, okay, I'm going to tell this guy like, hey, like, I don't want you to think, you know, get your hopes away. I don't really like like you in that sense boom 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 i did that whole thing because like i said i don't do friends yeah i never kissed him never did anything and i ended up hitting up that guy yeah and was like look i just want to let you know like i i feel like this certain way about you like this like attraction yeah. and you know i ended up telling you know so and so like i didn't like him and i, and I explained like i never went on a you know, I never really went on a date. I never yeah. kissed him. You know, would you be open to going out with me? Never said anything. Will not give me the time or day. And I'm just like, oh, the gosh. worst, right? So the worst. God. I feel you. I it's feel the you. Worst. And I'll see him on Instagram and just I'll be like, oh, he just has such a great heart, a great soul yeah. about him. And that's what I'm usually attracted to is yes. somebody's like good soul. Yeah. Like it's, it's more than just 
the looks like can yeah. this person hold a conversation can this really yeah. person like really pay attention to somebody yeah you know what i mean or is he distracted on his phone like oh hold on hold on yeah I gotta get you know what worried I mean? about like, himself yeah and that was like i said just really showed a character that he decided to because i was at the very end like we had the group and he like literally stayed back to like walk with me yeah. by my side down the street you know like you don't really find that often that's so crazy because i always preach to men that you need to learn how to be dangerous so every woman that comes across you knows that they're going to be safe yeah like every cousin girl cousin that i have every female that i'm surrounded by they know that as long as they're with me they're protected they're yeah. safe they're gonna be Those okay little principles they go such a long way right. you know like it reminds me of you know my dad or our parents being like hey you're on the inside we're yeah. on the out yes. right yeah. i do it with my son you know and so when a man does that for me yeah. and they audit it's like the automatic it's like okay that's a great character yes that's that's how it should be the man should be walking on the outside. The woman should be walking on the inside. Yeah. Such a mini detail that gets overlooked. And if you're like a woman like me, that shows character, yeah. true character. Yeah, because like it, it's also showing that like that man is uh, prepared for adversity. If he's mm. there to protect a woman, he's ready for it as he should be. Yeah. though. you know what I mean. Yeah. But I've had a, a lot of conversations with grown ass men, and I'm just like kind of scratching my head, like. Do you forget your duty? Yeah. Like I had a, I, I even I even tweeted about this conversation, about some forty five year old uh, individual was complaining to me uh, about child support, mm. and I'm like, so the female that you've uh, had sex with that had children with, you're you're ashamed that you're paying her monthly income to her, and that's like, but she's taking care of your child, right? When yeah. you're not around. Yeah. And I was like, shouldn't you be very reliable to the point where it's like, you can do that? Like, yeah. And say if I were to get somebody pregnant, it didn't work out. Guess what? My duty is to make sure she's still happy. Yeah. My duty is still to make sure she is very well taken care of. And yeah. anything that she needs from me, I got her. Yeah. That is a whole principle of a man. Yeah. It, even if it like say a divorce, like, oh my God. You know what I would do if I was in a divorce? Say if I gave my uh, wife uh, flowers every two weeks mm -hmm. to the house, delivered to the house, right? Yeah. And it say she has the kids for the weekend. I would want my kids to see, damn, dad and mom are divorced, but dad still sends her flowers every two weeks to the yeah. house. Yeah. Respect. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. But that's just a weird principle that men are just forgetting. Why? Because yeah. they're distracted. They're distracted by, oh my God, who's this young woman walking around here mm -hmm. who's this like oh wow there's so many options yeah dude, the options chill dude you know what i mean yeah because don't get me wrong i've had a variety of women but there's nothing better than having that one significant person that you actually care about yeah right mm -hmm. it's different but men think that well boys think that bodies a body count a high body count is the way but it's like, bro, you're, for one, wasting time, wasting energy, and wasting a lot of money. Yeah. You know what I mean? So choose wisely and be disciplined. And yeah. if you're not disciplined, then you're going to pay the consequences for it. Yeah. You know, whether it's like having all these baby mamas, you're paying child support everywhere. But if you put yourself in that position, then you better be reliable enough to take care of that situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. But people just shy away from it. I think it's gotten, I think people have ruined the child support thing. Yeah. You know, I think women haven't always done the right thing with child support. You know, the child support should, you know, you hear it all the time, like, you know, baby mama's got their hair done, their extensions, all this stuff, their nails, this and that. And their kids don't have, you know, shoes, you know, and I'll, I'll hear that side of the story with, with men, you know, and you know, and it sucks because I don't get child support, you know, my, my baby daddy, he, he uses the side job hustle, you know, and anything to not pay child support, which, Hey, I mean, if the guy's struggling and lives on the street and is homeless and and he doesn't want to get a job because he doesn't want to pay me child support. I mean, that's pretty sad. Jesus. You know, that he'd rather be homeless doing side jobs than to just man up and just go get a regular job and pay your dues. Yeah. That's going to go to your son. You know, it goes to him. Yeah. Like, I live in a one-bedroom apartment. Yeah. And if I had the child support that he would pay me, my son would have his own room. You know, but that takes an extra thousand dollars. You know, it's not like back in the day where it was like you had your one bedroom apartment was like fifteen hundred and then an extra room was seventeen fifty. Yeah. It's like it's a thousand dollars of the bump. Yes. It goes straight up to an extra grand just for an extra room these days. That's why people are renting out rooms for a thousand. Yeah. Usually you would rent out a room for five hundred, six hundred bucks. Yeah. Now they're like Psh. 1200 1500 yeah. for a room for rent because that's what they're charging. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, if I had that extra money, that would go to your son. Yes. You know, and I it always sucks that I'm on the other side. I'll hear guys and their horror stories with their baby mamas and then I'll be like, "Oh man, but I'm on the other side. I have like a horrible baby daddy." Yeah. You know, and it just sucks like you know, we're just missing it. We're missing the point. Don't let one person ruin it yeah. for everybody. There's always going to be, you know, a person that abuses their situation or abuses, you know, the the system, yeah. I would say. Yeah. You know? Just to leave their duty. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's a thing, too. I'm not a big uh, judger, you know? Yeah, I'm really me neither. not. But... <laughs> When I don't see a man doing his duty, if I don't see him uh, providing for his child, if I see him leave his tribe, hey, but you're a boy to me. Yeah. Literally. Like, yeah. I have no respect for men leaving their children behind and not providing for yeah. their loved ones. Yeah. Dude, I look at that, I'm like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. Literally, you're dis- you disgust me straight up. It's That's a turn off for sure. Fuck yeah. It's like, total how could you go to war with that person? Yeah. Like, how could me as another man go to war with that person and him fight beside me? Yeah. I'm like, bro, you're you're the one that quivers and cowers under under a barricade and you stay there the entire time. I don't need you. Yeah. And I nor do I want that. Yeah. But that's a turnoff even when it comes to like say friendships. If I notice if I notice any boy tendencies with my fucking guy friends, I would literally tell them straight to their fucking yeah. face, my boy, you better wake the fuck up. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. I agree 100%. And That's I'm like pretty vocal, like when I'll say some stuff, you know. As you should. You know, I'll as be you like, should. hey, dude, like you should probably do this or, you know what I mean? And it breaks my heart because it's for your kids. <sighs> you know, you could put yourself on the back burner. Yeah. And like go do something with your kids, you know what I mean? Or kid. Yeah. But if you have multiple kids 
and you're not there, like, I'm not, I do not respect you. I really don't care. You could be the nicest guy ever. I'm sorry, but if you don't take care of your kids and you have got three of them, like, we're not cool. Yes. You know, sorry, not sorry. Yeah. You know, like Tom, Tom Cruise, you know, Tom Cruise is right. mm -hmm. So he does all his stunts. Yeah. And me and my brother, we love that. We yeah. love his movies. Yeah. But I always joke. I was like, man, Tom Cruise, like I fuck with him as an actor, but shitty dad. Yeah. Because he's not there for his kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's weird things. Like you could be such a high performer uh-huh. at another aspect, but you forget your greatest title as a man is being a father. Yeah. You don't want to be a dad. You want to be a father it's yeah. a big difference between the two anybody could be a dad yeah. i could bust out i have a kid right now but am i going to yeah. be a father and take care of that child yeah you know what i mean put those you know put that that energy into yes. them like i said you got to put in the energy to these kids yeah. they're dying for it they're dying for it yeah. i i came home two nights ago and there was a kid and he's kind of like a bully i would say and he like goes, hey, hey, he kind of waved at me. He's like, um, do you have a water? He's like, I've been walking around. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, here's a water. He knows who I am. He knows my yeah. son. And he's like, so do you train people in there? Because he looked at my, my garage. Yeah. And I was like, uh, yeah, I do. I, I was uh, I'm, I'm actually a fighter. You know what I mean? I'm, <laughs> I'm actually a fighter. He's like, what? No way. I'm all, yeah. And then I was like, I could show you a couple things. He's like, really? How about now? You know, he was so excited. Yes, yes, yes. And I was like, wow. Uh, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. I got some time for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You're not my kid, but I got some time for you. Yes. And I showed him a couple things. And he, you know, and he, he gave me a hug. And he yeah. said, thank you. And I go, no problem. I go, you know, was it a tough day today? Oh, well, I got in trouble. And boom, boom, boom. My dad this. And then I go, oh, well, what'd you get in trouble for? Oh, I said some things to my sister and this and that. And I go, well, I go, you need to be nice to girls. Yeah. You need to be nice to your sister. You better go and say sorry. Yeah. He goes, okay, I will. I said, please Mm -hmm. go say sorry to her. And I'm sure he did. Yes. You know what I mean? But like you said, sometimes when it's our parents, it goes one in out of the other. Agreed. But because I said it, yeah. A woman. And that's the reason why I told him I was a fighter mm. because of that respect level. Yeah. You get that respect right away. Yeah. They're like, whoa, especially when it's a female. Yeah. They're going to pay a little extra attention. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I also say it so he don't mess with my kid. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that was the real reason. Hey, dude, I'm like, because he has kind of been a little bully to my son yeah and yeah. I, i'll come out there because oh, i watch my yeah. kid it's your you cub. know what i mean yeah yes. like, hey dude don't fuck with that one yeah. <laughs> i'll tell you right now don't mess with that one yeah but that goes to the principle it's like do these kids come home to a parent that they don't even respect yeah you know what i mean like is are you these coming pa- I, like we go back to these parents are tired yes they're tired yeah and they're that's tired that's not superhero like you know like i want i want to be able to like when my kids get up, they jump on my bed to be like, oh my God, I want dad to get up because I want to see him do his activities. Yeah. I want him see, I want to see him lift this heavy barbell. I want to see him make money. I want to see him mentor yeah. these people. I want to see him like, like build this foundation of like, yeah. oh my God, look at all this nutrient dense foods we're eating. Yeah. Educating us. Like I want to just learn from my dad. Yeah. That is a superhero. Yeah. 
But the reason why these kids don't respect their parents is because of that. Yeah. My dad's not my superhero. My mom's not my superhero. It's like, ugh, like. Who do I have to look up to? Exactly. Who's going to give me like that moral compass? Mm -hmm. You know, that little saying. Yeah. Hey, this is what's right and this is what's wrong. Yes. You know, and actually respect it from where it came from. Yeah. You know, this is a female (coughs) fighter that said, hey. You don't, you don't do that to girls. Yeah. You got to be nice to girls. All yes. girls. So we got to be nice to girls. Mm-hmm. You're a boy. Yeah. Got to be nice to girls. Yes. And hopefully that maybe shifts him mm-hmm. a little bit. That's why I said, hey, you know what? I got time for you. Yeah. Not about, oh, I don't got no time for this <laughs> punk. This little bully around the block. Yes. Yeah, right. It's just a punk. You know, but you know what? Hey, he's a punk for a reason. Yeah. No one's teaching him something. Yes. And I, I'll, I'll be, a, I'll be glad mm-hmm. to go out there and spend 10, 15 minutes yeah. of my time away from my son and my relaxed time to be there for, for, for a kid that might just need yeah. 15 minutes. Yes. You know what I mean? Give him some game. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Give him a little game, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, I think my son gets a little upset sometimes. <laughs> You know, but it's like, dude, you get me every day. Uh You get me every day. You have to share me sometimes. Yeah. Because some kids need a little extra love that they're not getting. You know? Man, I can't wait for him to grow up because he's going to say, he's going to literally build into this savage, I would say. Yeah. In the best of way. Yeah. He's like, mom, I remember that one bedroom apartment that we were staying in. Mm -hmm. Now look at us. Yeah. Now look at what we're doing. You know what I mean? Like that's going to be one of those stories, one of those document, uh, documentaries where it's like you start from this position and then as the time goes on, because you that, you know, better than anybody, great things take fucking time. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. So that's the thing when, when it comes to like fitness, business, everything else, just put in the hours, put in the daily work. It happens. Yeah. That's with everybody. Even like myself, I do the boring shit every fucking day and I have to, to be able to get to a certain position. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I have to constantly show up because if I fuck around, it's done. If you fuck around, it's over. Like, yeah. We can't. Yeah. We're, and there's no turning back. No. There's no U-turns. No. You know what I mean? The fuck it's, is that? <laughs> yeah. Like, I've already, I've gotten to this point where I'm like, okay, this is it. This is my purpose. Yeah. This is this is God's plan. This yes. is my purpose. This is where I'm supposed to be. I keep coming back to fitness. Yeah. I have this, you know, this special quality that people see in me, that look up to me, that yeah. uh, that I empower them, that I help them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Through me, through my teaching, through my years of experience. And that's what I tell people. You're not just, you know, going and getting a membership. You're getting all of my experience, you know, which is hard to find. You know, a female fighter that has competed in both boxing and Muay Thai and has launched three different styles of gyms. Like, you can't find that. Killing that shit. (laughs) But, you know, there was a point where, like, you know, God was like, you know what? It's an enough is enough you need to use your um my life my qualities and make myself money yeah i was making other people money while they're sitting in their fat mansions or their nice houses and they have no experience with people with business with fitness and i'm struggling and you're sitting on the sidelines happy with your family going on trips, traveling the world, and I'm stuck 
doing the doing the work yeah. and getting the money for you. And that was like a huge realization where I'm like, okay. And right now I'm a year in with just having my actual spot. Fucking congrats. You know, it took three years. I started in the middle of pandemic in a parking lot at a park. And at this point I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep going. And then it brought me to um, uh, Coach Ray, which, you know, opened up his gym to me and said, hey, I'll uh I'll uh lend you space and time. I need a little help. Yeah. During the pandemic, I need a little extra money coming in. I'll rent out some space and time. I was able to have an actual place for my students. Yeah. And then boom, two doors down opens up. Hey, do you want this? And it was the lady. And she was like, "You would do really good. I believe in you." Yeah. Like she was like, "I believe in. I'll give you this space. If you want it, it's yours." And I'm thinking, "Oh crap. I don't know if I'm ready." So then everyone's like, do a GoFundMe account. Yeah. Do one of those, blah, blah, blah. Because I'm thinking you got to have thousands and thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't have anything. Yeah. You know, I have nothing. Like, not like, you know, not a hundred bucks to my name to open up this business. Yeah. But I did it. And I said this on Hannah's podcast is that I did the post, hey, you know, I'm looking to start this gym. This is opening. I need to buy bags and mats. And, you know, if anybody would like to donate, boom, boom, boom. And I posted it. Min- instant min- minute. I was like, what am I doing? Oh, my God. The doubt, right? Oh, uh, yeah. The doubt started kicking yes, in. Yes, what are you yes. doing, Yvette? Oh, my gosh. Wait, you know, this isn't going to work. This mm. isn't, you know. And it's like God's always like, do you doubt me, child? Yeah. How many times do I have to tell you? Yes. you why do you doubt me? Mm-hmm. And... I got a message. I met this lady one time. I've only met her one time. She's only watched me on social media. She was like, hey, I just read your post. I met you that one time. I see you. I see what you do. I believe in you. I think we we need you out there. And sent me $2,000. And I was like, okay, I guess we are doing this. Okay, God. Okay, this is it. This is where I'm going. So this is where I'm at. And then you're always going to have those influences that are going to say, no, turn around. Yeah. Maybe this isn't the life for you. Yes. And I'm like, no, this is the life for me. Mm-hmm. And two days ago, I had somebody tell me, because I was saying, you know, how hard it is to have a business. You got to have that money flow. You lose clients. You got to get clients. You got to get them in the door, you know, and it's hard to get clients right now. I have, I'm a little gym and there's 20 gyms yeah. everywhere. Bay Area is competition is fucking everywhere. We're Every congested. Yes. Yeah. We're congested mm-hmm. with um gyms. And then you got your main gym, the UFC gym. You know, that one popped up. Um, you know, other gyms that are out there. And you're just like, how do I even compete with that? Yeah, or how am I gonna get these people to come over here mm-hmm. to me and not go there where they have all the fancy equipment and I'm like, no, the program is my program. Yeah. It's not a machine I'm going to throw you on and just be like, okay, go do that yeah. or go do that class. Yes. You know, it's like, no, I have a set program yeah. that I follow, mm-hmm. you know, that gives you everything yeah. in one. And this person said, why don't you go get a real job, a nine to five? Yeah. And I was like, I was like thinking, I'm like, that's worse. Jesus. 
That's 20. That's the most worst advice you can give somebody. Yeah. I would be making way less. I would not be able to bring my son. Yeah. I'd be miserable. I would not be active. I would be fat, hating life, in a in a cubicle, talking to people that don't want to be talked to with donuts every Tuesday. You know what I mean? And coworkers that hate their lives. Yeah. You know, and that are that are that don't like their jobs. I think that's the worst mistake. And she's like, Well, maybe you should go to school. Maybe you should go do that. And I'm like, look, dude, I don't even have my high school diploma. Follow I, the system. Follow yes. that race. I get the yeah. fuck out of here. Oh, well, you can get a, a loan. I don't have money. I, you can go get a loan. Oh, so now you want me to be in debt. So now you want me to be in debt yeah. and do this. And I'm like, no, uh-uh. The next day, like the literally, I get a call. Hey, I got a gig for you. It's like totally random. It's like bartending gig for my, my client. Hey, do you think you can bartend? I'm like, yeah, sure. Boom. That was like yesterday. And I was like, wow, awesome. She like threw the money in my account. I'm like, oh, wow. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Today, my one of my clients, I completely forgot, but he always, he's he's cool. He always pays me, like whatever. Boom. Drops like Hellas Girl yeah. here. And I'm like, see, like, this is why I do not trust people. I trust God. I trust God in the way. I do not trust people. People will lead you to a dry well and say there's water there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Have you ever heard the, that expression? They will they will lead you to a dry well and tell you there's water there. And you're going to travel all the way back and there's nothing there. Yeah. And now you got to come all the way back. Yeah. And you just lost time. Yes. And we're losing time. So I'm like, I'm not going back. God had already set this in stone for me. Yeah. You know, this is what I was made to do. This is what I was made for. You know, we're in the Bay Area for a reason. People need somebody like me to like not let them give in to their excuses. You know, someone that's going to push them like for their soul. Yeah. Refresh their soul, refresh their mind, give them the strength. Yeah. We all have tough lives. We all have things that come up, but I guarantee you, you're going to be able to handle these problems way better mm-hmm. with my program because yeah. that's kind of what I instill that fighter mentality. Yeah. You take the punches, but you keep going. You don't throw in the towel, yeah. you know, you keep going. You know what I mean? Yes, powerful event. Yeah. We just hit two hours. <laughs> hey, I haven't, hey. I haven't hit a two-hour pod. Okay. It's so fucking long. Oh, hey, no way. No, straight up, this was fucking worth it to come back with another two-hour mm. pod. I haven't done one in a minute, so fucking shout out to Hell you. Yeah. That was fucking powerful. Thank you. But my very last question, I want to be very respectful sure, of your time. Sure. Holy shit. <laughs> It was cool. Like you said, we were just talking. We're just fucking vibing. Yeah. So my very, very last question to you, out of all the years that you've been alive, what's the greatest lesson you've ever learned? Trust God. Trust God 100%. He is there. He has pulled me out of darkness, out of horrible situations. He has saved me from death. He has saved me from so much. I literally cannot deny him. I cannot deny him. I cannot, you know, block him. I cannot ignore him. Mm-hmm. He is the only thing like that I can 100% trust. Yeah. 100%. Beautiful. Are there any closing statements for the podcast? <laughs> 
keep being you be That's, real I can't. be real hey Yvette seriously like you're don't do not think that this is the only time all right yeah. I want you here consecutively oh, like yeah. 5 6 12 15 I don't yeah, give a fuck how many times the more the better but thank you for being here and thank you for what the hell you're doing it's really thank really you. powerful thank like, you for noticing no seriously it's I appreciate that it's stupid not to recognize it yeah. you know what I mean it would be dumb not to recognize it and praise that yeah. seriously like having you on here and being able to promote that as best as I possibly can yeah. that deserves all the recognition possible alright I that. hope you keep fucking killing that shit alright Yvette thank you so much thank you ladies and gentlemen we're out of here goodbye y'all